0: Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Sideline (laughs) Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. What's going on, k Walking Jay?
1: All's well, all's well. Looking forward to another great one.
2: Yeah, everything's good. Another great week. Good topics tonight. So I I think it's going to be a fun show.
0: I don't know how to take that, Jay, but we'll see what happens later <laughs> on. <laughs> like some Oh, no, great. <laughs> you know, you know me. I, I never have anything up my sleeve. No, no, I do know you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying that. No, no. Uh, but yes, uh, it's a lot going on, a lot going on for those who are watching. Please, please like, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, please share. We would greatly appreciate it. We're slowly <clears> but surely um creeping up to 250 subscribers. Oh, Also, we now have a Twitter account at The Sideline Speaks, so we are actively on there as well. Um, We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. So a lot going on here, guys. A lot going on. A lot going on. I'm trying to remember everything. (laughs) But you guys ready to talk some sports? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's jump right into this. Okay, guys. So last week, I wanted to get into... Some NBA awards. Um, we didn't have it a lot of time last week. And I remember I said, we'll talk about it this week, yep. but season is almost over. So now this is the time where people talk about MVP, rookie of the year, coach of the year. Um, so hopefully y'all still had your notes from last week. It may have changed a little bit. <laughs> may have not. I'm not exactly sure. But the first one we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to discuss is as of right now. And I'm gonna use Stephen A. Smith's reference, guys. It's fluent. It's fluent. It can absolutely change between now and to the end of the season. Your rookie of the year. K What I'm gonna come to you first on this one.
1: Yeah, I got I have two here. I I have well, actually no, I have three, man. I have three. Um, I'm gonna go in order here. I'm gonna go three to one. Here, I got Walker Kessler from the Jazz. Um, mm-hmm. uh tall guy, man, there is doing great things there mostly on the boards and mostly um, on the defensive end as well, because he's playing. He's uh, eight point four uh, rebounds a game, uh, two two point three blocks a game. So I put him at number three. Jalen Williams from the Oklahoma uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I got him. At, you know, thirteen and a half points a game. Uh, right now, four and a half rebounds. But my guy right now is the, you know, the young kid out of uh, uh from, from the Magic from Duke, and the number one overall pick is uh, Pablo uh, Benchero. There, he's averaging 20 points a game, six and a uh, six and a half rebounds, and three and a half assists So, I'm gonna go with Pablo here as the uh, as my uh, rookie of the year. <clears throat>
0: yeah, uh, for me, it's it's easy in, in my mind. I'm going with Pablo banchero as well banchero as well from the magic i love his game he's big he can move um, and then he does everything else you know he can rebound he can assist and he shoots the ball fairly well um and actually when he played against my sixers he actually has very good defense surprisingly um you know i didn't think he was that good on defense but he could play defense very well and you guys know how i feel about my two-way players I'm big on two way players. So, but Jay, who's your rookie of the year?
2: Yeah, no, this is the rare time that we all agree. We're seeing it the same way here. I got Benchero as well. Um, (laughs) No, no, I mean, for, for everything you guys said, and plus, like, you know, coming out, he he looked the most NBA ready to mm-hmm. me. He had an NBA body, obviously played at Duke, got some excellent coaching there. So he just felt like he was the most NBA ready guy. And he's kind of proved that on the floor every single night. And to your point, too, Britt, I, I love the fact that he does look like he's going to be a guy that plays both ends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I got Benchero right now as well.
0: Ben Cheryl, let's pull this out. All right. We're going to go with the next one. This is the most discussed one out of the out of everything. All of these awards, um they just discussed it yesterday cuz Joel B did not play for whatever reason. I know, but whatever reason y'all think so. Uh <laughs> you're MVP, okay? Jay, I'm gonna come to you first on this one.
2: This is a tough one, Britt. I've, you know, I've changed my mind a few times on this. I I think I had the Joker last time we talked about it. Mm -hmm. And then Embiid, you know, start going crazy. I changed my mind to Embiid. Then he sits out. It's like, man, it's going back and forth. But I think for me right now, I'm going to try to stay consistent, even though that's not something I do that often. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to stick with Embiid here. Uh, Mm -hmm now Britt, I I just think you know when you look at it over the um, course of a season what he's been able to do his dominance um, I just think Embiid is that guy this year I Mm -hmm. I, there was a couple years you know the last couple years that he probably could have won it and did not so I just Mm -hmm. really feel like it's his award to lose right now so I'm going to give Embiid the slight edge
3: yeah, that I was Joker calling. Like,
1: hey, what's going I've on here? I've never
2: seen that alert pop up
4: before, so I don't
0: know what
4: that was.
0: <laughs> um, Sorry, no, I, you know, for me, it's, it's always been between Giannis or Embiid. Um, I think for some reason people are forgetting about Giannis, and Giannis yeah, has been consistent I as agree. well. And he's always been a dominant force when he plays for the most part. Um, you know, outside of the so many games, I know he sat out for a little bit there. Um, but for me, I also have to go with Joel Embiid. He, when he plays the game, he is pure (coughs) dominance. Look, the team may not necessarily win every game, but you know, Joel Embiid's going to show up in every game, even games when he struggles, you know, it's been the last couple of games. He's had a calf situation going on at times. He's been limping, trying to fight through it. um, You know, he struggles in the first half and all of a sudden he turns it back on in the second half. Like, wait a minute, I got to get to the free throw line. I got to make easy shots for myself. Um, And sometimes he just looks like a guard out there, you know, making spin moves, slamming. I'm just like, what is going on here? So, and mind you, he's 7'2", or 7'1", 280 pounds. Like, so his, the way he moves should not happen for somebody that big. His footwork is incredible. And then I always say it, defense. He plays defense big time, big time. He's a huge uh, difference maker on the defensive side of the ball, and he'll help to change the course of the game when he plays defense. So for me, it's (coughs) Joe. Yeah, and I know if
2: you got to jump in, but Britt, I do want to say, I I think that's a great point because sometimes – I think as fans, as spectators, people just get used to seeing these guys do athletic things. But to be the size that he is and the height that he is, and to have the footwork and the way that he moves, like it really is a freak of nature, Like right? We get used to seeing it because he makes it look easy. But I, I, I do think that's an outstanding point that just his ability to move at that size and at that weight. I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys that have moved like that at his size before. So, I mean, it is something that we need to point out just because I think. People just get used to seeing it, and it doesn't look spectacular when it really is a freak of nature.
0: Right when he does that little euro step for somebody his size, yeah, what is it's going crazy. on? It's crazy. Uh, but K walk, who's your MVP? I'm
1: gonna go with Jimmy Butler here, man. Jimmy <laughs>
0: Butler, not just, just, kidding,
1: just kidding, guys. Um, yeah, you know what? I I have three guys here, man. And uh, Joel Embiid's been the guy for me the 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 entire season. I mean, I just think that it should have been him last year as well. Um, in my opinion, and 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 a lot of people think that you know because I don't like the Sixers or I don't like the Philly fans or I like Philly, you know, uh, okay. we don't just like the teams either. in general. I I I, I, I like Philly. <laughs> uh, what's that? What'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. Keep going. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. So, um, uh, so yeah, Joe Embiid is is my guy, man. He 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 is my guy. A lot of people mm-hmm. saying that he he lost some points because of what he did last night or what he didn't do last night, I should say. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything you guys said about Joe Embiid is what it is. Um, Joker went out last night and and you know he he put a little. You know, he gained some ground, in my opinion, um, by, you know, going out there and and, and putting up another triple-double, which he's averaging throughout the season. So it's hard to beat a guy like that, you know, for for Mm -hmm. sure. He's consistent, man. He's consistently being that guy. A triple-double for a guy that size – Wow, yeah. uh, Joker is no joke, and but nB is still my guy because I think he can do it on both ends of the court. Yeah, uh, I don't think Joker's can can, uh, can 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 do that. I watched the game a little bit last night, and I saw um, uh, Tyrese Maxey break him down a little bit, and he had no idea what to do. Um, so yeah, I think Joel Emb could have handled that a little better. So, but right now I'm going to go with Joel M B. That's my MVP. Believe it mm-hmm. or not, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I
0: think the key with me last night is it was. Uh, for the most part, it was a decent game till about the third quarter. I think Denver really took a big lead. But the fact that the Sixers almost came back without a James Harden, without a Joe Embiid, um, and I think they were missing one other person, that's where I was like, okay, we the Sixers lost, but if they would have finished that comeback – the Denver Nuggets would have been looked at differently. But thank goodness, I guess the good thing for them is they they were able to uh, keep that victory. All right, guys. Hey, Britt,
2: real quick. Do you, do you think the voters are going to hold it against Joel, though, that he's that he didn't play? Like, we're getting down to crunch time. You know how these voters are. Do you see them holding anything against him right now?
0: I feel like they want to hold any and everything against Joel Embiid. <laughs> and they've been doing that for the last couple of
4: years. He yeah.
0: says something, and they, they take it out of context. Um, look, if they do, they do. I think at this point in his career, he's trying to look onto bigger and better things at this time. Um you know, he would like, I'm pretty sure he would like the MVP. That's a player, one of the player's goal. Yeah. But I think at this point in his career, he's like, I'm a big man. I may have another four years, good, good four years left. Um, Let's focus on other things. So I don't think he's worried about it anymore. Um, And if you know basketball, then you know who the MVP is. If you're all on analytics side, which, you know, a lot of these voters are nowadays, then you know most likely who they're going to choose. So. It could go either way. Yeah. But for those out there, don't forget about Giannis. Giannis is quietly, and I don't know how y'all a saying he became quiet in the MVP uh, voting, but he's quietly up there, too. So. All right, guys, let's move on to your MIP, most improved player of the year. Uh, K-Walk, I'm going to come to you first on this one.
1: Um, I have three here. I'm not going to go through all of them for time reasons, Uh, but I I got my number one guy is uh, Jalen Brunson from the, uh, from the Knicks. I know he he was at the Mavericks last year, but um, you know, but the thing about him, it's going to be hard for him to win because he doesn't stay healthy. It Mm -hmm. seems like he's always out. He was my pick when you first presented this question, but the more research I did on this, I'm going to kind of, I reserve my judgment there. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go with Jordan Poole from uh from Golden State. Uh, okay. Really, uh, really, I like Jordan Poole. Uh, what he's done, how he stepped up his game mm-hmm. in the absence of um, uh, Steph Curry and Clay when they were out in the, in the majority of the season, especially uh, Steph Curry who missed those 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 games with that knee injury. So, um, I want to say J- uh, Jalen Brunson, but I think you know, like you mentioned, Brett, you kind of alluded to. Uh the analytics there, him yep. missing games is going to hurt him, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Jordan Poole there. Jordan Poole.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> Jordan Pool is a good one. Um, he's an mm-hmm. amazing shooter. Uh, like you said, stepped in very well when uh Steph Curry mm-hmm. said, no, Steph. I always get them <laughs> confused. Uh, yeah. You know which Curry brother I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, stepped in and played well when he, mm-hmm. he was out for about because he was out for a long time. So I like and I like Jordan Poole. I'm glad, you know, him and Jeremiah got over that a little bit. Have to bring up the past, but <laughs> Jay, who's your
2: who's your M-R-P? Yeah, no, Jordan Poole's a good call. There's something about him, though. I don't, I don't know. He, I don't. There's something about him that just rubs me the wrong way. I You're
1: I, don't like, a lot of guys I just NBA don't J. like
2: <laughs> him for some reason. Not that he's ever done anything, but just mm. something about him that I don't like. But um, he didn't fight back. That might be it. Um <laughs> I don't know. I went with Shea Gildress Alexander on this one. I. I. I know he's been a good player in the past, but this year he's increased his scoring average by quite a bit. Britt, you said you like guys that play both ends. This guy is a long, lean guy that can do it Mm -hmm. on both ends of the floor. I really think he's done an outstanding job. So I got Shea Gildress Alexander as my MIP. I
0: love Shea Gildress Alexander out of OKC. That's my guy. I love him. I love the way he plays and he could shoot the ball. Um, and his effort is endless. You know, he's a hustler. He's the star and he hustles. So yeah. I think he's a good young leader. Um, and he was on my, uh, one. he was one of my picks as well. But I'm surprised nobody said this guy uh, from the Jazz, Laurie Marketing. Yeah. Man, has he been going crazy this year? You know, averaging, what, 25 points per game, eight, eight rebounds, a little bit over assists, one assist. But he's been shooting over 50% from the field. Um, He's a leader with that young jazz team. Every game I have seen him in, he's scoring at least 20 to 25 points. I've seen a couple where he was in the 30s and to be so young. Um, And like we said, he's another big guy that moves so well, primarily on the offensive side of the ball. But then the other guy, since K Walk mentioned too, I mentioned this guy just giving props, Um, Nick Claxton out of Brooklyn. Um, his development yeah. from last year to this year has been amazing as well. And he's been a big force on the defensive side for them, even to this day. But then he got his scoring average up as well, which is very yeah. important for that young team, young, now young team to continue to grow. All right, guys. Yeah, so
1: since you guys brought up, I just want to bring another guy up here. I had on my list It's Anthony Edwards uh, from Minnesota. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. as well, twenty one point three points a game as well. So you know, don't, yeah. don't throw it's not throw any shade at him or leave him out of the, the conversation for sure.
0: No, nah, I'll leave him out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, sure. All right, guys. You're sixth man of the year. Your are sixth <laughs> man of the year. Jay, I'm coming to you first.
2: Yeah, I'm going to Boston for this one. Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. I feel like this guy, I mean, I, I feel like he's probably the front runner on most people's list right now. Really steady player. Can hit the open three if he needs to. <clears throat> Effort guy. Hustles. You know, I, I really like Brogdon and what he brings to that Celtics team. And when you think about it, like everything that they went through with their coach and everything like that mm-hmm. to still be in the position that they're in. It takes guys like Brogdon to kind of be a glue guy and kind of hold things together. So he's my sixth man for sure.
0: Yeah, for me, i saying I went the same direction as you, Jay, Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I don't know if you all remember. I told him how good I told you all how good of a pickup that was. Um prior to the beginning of the season, when they yeah. went and got him. I love Malcolm Brogdon. Um, he's a great point guard, in my opinion. He can shoot the ball. He, put, he plays well on the defensive side. Um, And a sneaky good three-point shooter. Yeah. So, like he'll, he'll get you on that three-pointer if you leave him open. So I like him as well. K-Walk, who's your sixth man of the year?
1: Yeah, I didn't think about him, to be honest with you guys, because the fact of the matter is I don't follow Boston that much, but I forgot about him. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's that's a good pick, guys. That's a really good pick. But I have two guys here. Um, As much as I don't like his demeanor on the court, he still balls, and that's Emmanuel uh, quickly out of – from New York, uh, New York uh, Knickerbockers. Um, I I love, you know, what he could do. He can do it from the inside to the outside. He's that annoying guy that you you would love him if he's on your team and you would – Hate him if he weren't, if he wasn't, if he wasn't on your team. Um, so I went with him, but I think the guy that a lot of people aren't talking about, and he could fill in. As a starter, he can fill in a 6 man. That's that's your guy, uh, Britt. That's Tyrese Maxey. Man, I, mm-hmm. I really love what he did um, last night. Uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night. When um, you know when Embiid went out, or when, when I went out, but he didn't play, and Harden didn't play, he stepped up and and, and kept those guys in the game, meaning the uh, uh, the Sixers in that game. They ultimately lost, unfortunately, but uh, nonetheless, um, I, I think you could put him. He's a serious candidate for the 6 Man of the Year award.
0: Yeah, the only thing about that, because I was thinking of Tyrese Maxey, I just don't know if he'll completely qualify because he was a six-man only for a short period of time. The majority of the season he was a starter, and now he's right back into that starting role. So that's the only reason why I didn't – because I thought about it. I really yeah. thought about it, but I was like, I don't know if they'll allow him to qualify.
1: But why, um, why wasn't he – why was he a starter, though? You do why what?
0: wasn't he a starter? No, why
1: was he a starter? Because of injury, right? Is that correct? Or no, no, games? no! He
0: was a starter from the beginning of the season. He was oh, really? a starter all okay. season long. Then he got hurt, and when he came back, he I know went he to got the hurt. Coach, yeah, he went to the coach and said, "Hey, our bench was struggling at the time." He said, "If you need me to be the guy coming off the bench, I can do that." Which I love that about him.
1: So and they that's tried the reason him on why he's gonna win it. and that's the reason why the attitude. Yeah. And they tried <laughs> him.
0: <laughs> they tried him on the bench for a while, and they then said, "No, no, no! Let's put you back." And that starting spot, and then that's when the team went on that nine-game winning streak or something like that. And then all of a sudden, everybody gets hurt, but that's another story. We won't get into that. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, move on. Oh, I'll, I'll also shout out uh, the for it, Christian Wood. Um, I think he's a nice uh, 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 player as well, coming off the bench. Man, undrafted guy, develop into something special, can shoot the ball from anywhere you want on the court. He's a very good player, all right. But <laughs> your coach of the year, and I wonder if this is going to be unanimous here. But let's see what happens. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna come to you first. <laughs>
1: Probably not if you start with me. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, for my guy, it's me, my guy, Eric Spolster, man. It, it's, 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 uh, I just think okay. he could be – he could legitimately be the uh, the coach of the year every year in, in, in my opinion because he does so much with so little. And I, and I say that because of the fact that the matter is uh, when you look at this team, you don't see any superstars on this team. You can see stars. You can say Jimmy Butler's a star, but he's not a superstar. You can say Bam out of Bayou, who I'm wearing this his jersey tonight, is a star, but not a superstar. And then you got Lowry, who's coming off the bench now. Um, Kevin Love is, you know, it's just they're doing a. He's doing a lot with a lot with the, with a the, uh, a lot less. So um, I just think you could literally put this guy in the conversation every single year. Um, but I think it's right now they're. I think they're seventh in the East right now. Their defense is a little shaky right now, and I think that's what they pride themselves on. So if they can get that going, but um, that's going to be a different story. But I'm going to go with uh, Eric Sposter here uh, for the Coach of the Year.
0: Um, I got to go with Mike Brown. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. You know, what he's doing with that young you, team you, is amazing. For yeah, for mm-hmm. me. I, yeah, yeah, for you. For, yeah. for me, I have to go with Mike Brown as my <laughs> Coach of the Year. Uh, I like Eric Spolster, but he's not doing enough for me this year. Uh, <laughs> but no, Mike Brown. Um, what he's doing for that young team is, is amazing. I think last year they had what, a 30 and 52 record. Well, a lot of the same players. I know they went out and got a couple new pieces, maybe one or two. Um, 45 and 30 this year so far. Um, I think they're what top three seed, I believe, in the Western Conference. I mean, he really has these young guys really playing. Um, and I love the rookie they have, Keegan, Keegan Murray, I believe is his name. Playing very well and DeAndre Mm -hmm. Fox. I'm sorry, DeAaron Fox. DeAndre Fox, where I get that from? DeAaron Fox. I think this is one of the best years Mm -hmm. he's played um, since he's gotten in the league. And you could really start to see that development. I love how Mike Brown is coaching this team. But Jay, who's your coach of the year?
2: Yeah, no. Okay, walk <laughs> to your point. I, I, I do think Spolstra is one of the best in the league, and and he's so good. But and he's probably even a little bit underrated, maybe. But but for this one, Brett, I agree with you. I got Mike Brown as well. I, for everything you said plus the attitude that he has, yep. has, has instilled in this team. Like, mm-hmm. they're not ducking anybody. Like, they're not blinking no matter mm-hmm. who they're playing on the court. I love the attitude of these young guys. It's almost different. Like, Memphis, to me, like, they have this fake bravado, tough guy attitude. The Kings, they just they just really bring it. Like, they're not ducking mm-hmm. anybody, but they're not – up in your face about it either so i i love the fact that not only has he coached these guys up on the court but they have a winning attitude and spirit uh you know in the way that they play basketball so for me I, I think mike brown has just done a tremendous job so he's my coach of the year for sure
0: i'm gonna be honest with you guys i wouldn't be surprised if the kings i know they're young i wouldn't be surprised if the kings win a series or two in his playoff games uh in the playoffs coming up soon Don't that's how at least good this here. this like, team yeah is 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 showing that hey we could play and to be 45 and 30 you beat some competitors and yeah that's not just all easy teams they're beating so um, i could see them
2: winning one one, i
0: think yeah maybe maybe two one maybe two but we'll see what happens um i think it just depends on how if another (laughs) team takes them for granted just being that like the knicks how i see the knicks on the east you take this team for granted or you underestimate this team, they might get you. So, but we'll yeah. see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, Last one. Your current top five teams in the NBA right now. If you want to put it in order, that's fine. Just give me five real quick. Jay, I'm coming to you.
2: I got five. I don't know. I have them in an order, but don't hold me to this order. I obviously have the Bucks and the Celtics. Um, I think they're the two best teams in the east so i definitely have them then i went out west and i kind of projected my phoenix sons with a healthy kevin durant so they're Surprise, on my bro. list if kd's healthy i like phoenix i don't Coming want to back. count out the champs i got golden state i know they haven't been great this year i know they've lost a ton of games on the road but I feel like when the lights come on, they're if they're healthy, they're going to be ready to play when the lights mm-hmm. come on. And then I got your Sixers, Britt, because I think mm-hmm. talent wise with Embiid and Harden and Maxi and some of the role players that they have. If they can put it all together, they're going to be a force uh, to be reckoned with as well. So, Bucks, Celtics, Suns, Warriors, Sixers are my five right now.
0: Yeah, uh, with me, I, I agree. Bucks and Celtics, I look at them as the two top teams in the NBA right now. Um, I also have the Sixers in there as well. They have to get healthy. I know they're hurt right now. It's, unfortunately, two stars are hurting right now. But this time you got it, they got to somehow get healthy. Let's see what happened in the last two years. Um, and then I went a different route. I did put the Nuggets in there because uh, I think they okay. do have talent. I really think they have some talent there. I never said they was going to get past the first round. I said current top teams right now. <laughs> <laughs> never said they was going to get past the first round. It's fluent. It's fluent. No. Um, I did put the Nuggets in there. I, look, I look. I don't think Jokic should be MVP, but I still how they play in the regular season. I think they're an incredible regular season team. I've said that for a long time. And then I wasn't sure with this last one. I don't know what to go with Phoenix, but right now they have not been playing well because KD's been out.
2: Come on. Warriors
0: have been up and down. The Kings are young. I'm not sure. I even thought about the Cavs, but they're not always the most consistent and they're still young. You know what, Jay? I'll give it to your team. Only because KD is back. I'll give it to your team. All right. They better not disappoint me. They've been (laughs) struggling. They beat my team Saturday, (laughs) but uh, I'll give it to Phoenix as of right now because they have KD, D-Book, um, DeAndre and so you know they have the talent over there. So, but we'll see what happens.
1: But K-Walk, who's your top five? Right. Yeah, but real quick, they didn't beat your team on on the other day. That the other day because Embiid didn't play. And oh, you talking about the Suns? Number no, my my bad. I thought you were talking about the Nuggets. But anyway, yeah, speaking son. of Nuggets, <laughs> speaking of Nuggets, I had some chicken nuggets the other day from Wendy's, and it's not the nuggets. It's the sauce that they gave me, the honey <laughs> mustard sauce from Wendy's. I think it's the. Best sauce, dipping sauce out there. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying, I could just, just try it, ladies and gentlemen. If, you, is if it you're a fast s- food from person from
0: Wendy's, is it sweet from and sour? Win-
1: yeah, from went no, it's the honey mustard sauce. Oh, oh it's honey okay, the honey
0: mustard. Okay, honey
1: mustard sauce, you know, those nuggets. Man, I'm okay. I'm sorry, I'm off script right now. I'm all <laughs> it. <in>. But uh, <laughs> I'm cool, I love food, so you can talk to me about anything. <laughs> um, but um, in this not necessarily in the order, but I got the bucks as well. Mm. I do have your sons, Jay. I think. Okay, Katie's okay. back. I think he's back. But tonight it's Warren. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, with him healthy, with him back, I just think they're the team to be. I don't. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I have the Celtics um, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have your Sixers in there, Britt, um, at number four, and I do have I slid the Kings in there at number okay. five. Uh, so I went five Kings, four Sixers, three Celtics, two Suns, and one Bucks. Uh, and uh, in that, in that particular good order, list. so I, I like those teams, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good list. Look, you could add that fifth team to be about three or four different teams, which, yeah, you know,
1: I really like that. And, and the basketball season this year, ladies and gentlemen, has been so mind boggling for me, so it's really hard. It's, a, it's like it's a crapshoot, it's a crapshoot, yeah. Crap shoot, yeah. You know, it's a crapshoot for me,
0: right? <laughs> All right, guys, so we're gonna do something a little bit different. Um, this time, we actually want to take a break. Well, actually, before we head into our first break, um, I just want to talk a little. NFL real fast, and then we'll head into our first break, and then we'll come back. Um, So we're going to get right into it. As we all know, Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded or is about to be traded to the New York Jets once they figure out whatever is going on. Um, But as we know, they're actively um, in trade talks to try to get him moved over to New York. I have a quick question for you guys. Are people underestimating the Jets if or when they get Aaron Rodgers to be contenders. Jay, I'm going to come to you first
2: on this one. Um, I feel like, Britt, or at least people that I've heard talk about it, I feel like a lot of people have said if the Jets get Rodgers, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. So I don't know that people are necessarily underestimating it. I might be, because as good as Rodgers is, I don't know if he still has his fastball. And and maybe people are going to think I'm crazy. But there's just something about him right now to me where he's a little bit more showman, a little bit more cocky, a little bit more talking about what he's done in the past and not necessarily getting it done on the field currently. So I still think he's really good. I'm not saying he's a bum or anything like that, but this is not Aaron Rodgers of five years ago. So yes, I think the Jets will be better, obviously, but I don't know that. They're getting the Aaron Rodgers that they think they're getting, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out if it if it all happens.
0: I think there might be a slight underestimation, or people are slightly underestimating this team. Um, look, I know Aaron Rodgers did not play well this past season, um, but I feel like if the Jets had a better quarterback than they did this yeah. past season, they would have got a little bit further in the playoffs yeah. than they did, um, and I think that was just. Their biggest flaw, really. um Other than the fact they were young, but as a young team, they were playing very, very well. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you would put Aaron Rodgers in that particular position, they may would have gotten further. Maybe. The, yeah, I agree
2: with that, too. I been agree would've, with would've that. Been
0: saying something a little bit different, potentially. I'm not going to give a guarantee, but um I just think they're so great defensively. They're young. They're They're strong. What, they had a top five defense last year, if I cannot recall? Yeah, they got a great roster. Offensively, they had to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, primarily that running back position needs to stay healthy. They just signed uh, Alan Lazard during talks to hopefully go get Odell Beckham Jr. I know he's also meeting with Baltimore, but I know the Jets is also also, um, a destination possibly for him. With an Aaron Rodgers, with a Garrett Wilson who who won rookie of the year last year. I think this team is a team to watch out for. I really, really do. Now, are they better than the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes? Probably not. not. Um, We'll see about the other ones. The other teams are just still so questionable. It could be the the Chiefs and Jets in the AFC Championship this year. I would not be surprised, to be honest with you. But, K-Walk, your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are under, uh, underestimating the Jets because they're the their, their Jets. I mean, that's just the reason why. You go by the name, but when you look at them on paper and everything you guys just laid out, I mean, you have to give them respect. You have to uh, you have to give them their just due because if, if Aaron Rodgers, if and when he does come to the uh, you know, the New York Jets and you look at everything you guys just mentioned, you mentioned a, a top five defense with Robert Sala, you're gonna get mm-hmm. that with him because that's that's the guy who he is. That's the guy he is. And then you mentioned those those uh those weapons. Uh uh Garrett Wilson. I mean, he's a phenomenal yeah, he's athlete. Man. I watch it, yes. yeah, I really he runs excellent routes, man. He gets open, he has great speed, and then they brought in Lazard, a guy that that uh, Aaron Rodgers is very familiar with. If you can get a running back in there who can stay healthy, like you mentioned, Britt, that's going to be uh, huge. So I think a lot of people are are underestimating them just because it's the Jets. And right now, at the same time, it's because that that, that trade hasn't happened or that trigger hasn't mm-hmm. been uh, hasn't been pulled, if you will. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely uh, think that they're underestimated uh, for, for without a, without question, and. A lot of these people, when if and when that happens, and we're talking, we're hearing like you know, right, you know, right now, it's everything is in the Packers, <laughs> the Packers uh, court, if you will, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm hearing that uh, Aaron Rodgers is not answering the Packers calls right now, so he's yeah. not fielding any <laughs> of those calls. So the ball is in their court, uh, if you will, or in, or in their, on their field. So uh, yeah, definitely they're they're on they're, they're being underestimated for sure. Yeah, I and like like you
0: said that that I do like that young running back, Brees Hall which is he can't stay oh, healthy. Yeah, and he who knows? Healthy, if they get that, all of a sudden you never know. Ezekiel Elliott may want to say, you know what? Let me try over here. And now you got that second running back. Although he's older, yeah. he gets you a couple yards that you need to get that first down or get to that touchdown line. So that's I wish what they could have
1: helped Elijah more. If they could have held one to him, whoa, that would have been scary. But they they mm, they, yeah. they get they got a second round for him. So they'll use that wisely, of course
0: yeah absolutely all right guys we're gonna head into our first break um but when we come back i'm gonna get into what's called situational basketball and maybe some more uh buy sell topics as well all right but please please subscribe to us on youtube we're also again on twitter um at the sideline speaks um and what else what else we're also on twitch as well i'm trying to think guys I'm trying coming
1: to think. through
0: fast right um And please follow us. You know, if you're not able to watch us on YouTube, please go to our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Like, share, and comment here on YouTube. Again, The Sideline Speaks. You guys are watching The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network.
5: CampBliming.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, camplyman.com.
3: You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. How did that feel? Actually felt pretty good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> felt pretty good. Go to break, come back. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into what's called situational basketball i have done this plenty of times before we haven't done it in a while um a lot of these will probably sound similar just with different athletes okay it is going to be the current nba edition so i'm not going to bring in historic athlete uh, uh athletic figures from the past we're just going to keep it current um so we don't have to go do our research too much so
1: historic not prehistoric right <laughs>
0: no i, I said oh, okay, historic. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not that mean yet
3: <laughs> yet
0: At this moment. (laughs) All right, guys, let's start with. So, basically, for those who don't know, because we do have some new uh, uh, viewers here, I'm just going to give out a situation that would occur in a basketball game. um, And then I'll give out, I'll say three athletes' names, and each one of us will select the athlete who we think can get the job
1: done. Simple. All
0: right. So, we don't get the heads up.
1: Can you let them know we don't get the heads up prior?
0: No, I don't give anybody the heads up prior. They don't know what the situation is and they do not know who the athletes are. So, some athletes, hopefully they heard of them. If not, oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Make a pick. (laughs) Make a pick. (laughs) right, guys, first one. Two seconds on the clock. Down by one. Who would you have take the very last shot of the game to win the game? If not, you lose and you go home. So, I just decided to do the three MVPs uh, candidates. We have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Did I say it right? Antetokounmpo, something like that. That
2: was pretty (laughs) Um, good, yeah. Yeah.
0: Jokic, uh, Nikolai Jokic, and Joel Embiid. Who do you have taken the last shot? All right, K okay, walk. Well, you lucky? I'm gonna ah, have you go last. No, 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 I said okay. I'm gonna have you go last. See, oh, okay. Jay. Okay, Man. Jay, you go Appreciate first on you. this one.
2: This is tough, Brick, because you only got two seconds on the clock, right? Two seconds. And and Giannis, I don't really necessarily. I don't. Is two seconds enough time for him to get to the rim? Probably not. I don't want him shooting. So I'm not taking Giannis. But the other two guys need someone to throw it to them, you know, like down in the paint. So this is tough, but I'm going with Embiid. I, I think if you can get him the ball, if he can catch it in the paint somewhere, he's got that nice little short jumper. He can do a fade away. I think he's got – I think Embiid would be the guy that I would go to. Obviously the height, the, the size, the length. You're He's either going to score or you're going to have to foul the guy. So – Give me Embiid. Uh, it's tough though. I, none of these are great candidates, but I'll take
0: Embiid. <laughs> um, no, you know what? For me, I, I agree. Giannis. I just don't think he has enough time. Um, I'm not sure if he can, because he can make them. But yeah. sometimes it's by luck yeah, I don't trust <laughs> He's it. not the best outside <laughs> shooter Now, If you throw a lob to him at the rim Then I think he'll yep. go get it yep. But this, eyes are, this is not necessarily the situation This is a shot okay? Um, Jokic I like Jokic But the only thing with Jokic is And we know he can shoot from outside He can shoot the ball very well from the outside yeah. If you have another center like Embiid crowding his space He's not the best He's not the most mobile big man So he's not going to fade away or side shot or anything like that. So because of that, I have to go with Embiid because of his footwork, because we know he does the fade away shots all the time. He does those side shooting motions all the time where you jump to the side. um, Or he could just plainly shoot over you, depending on who he's going against. So this is a little bit tougher than I thought it would be. But, yes, I agree with you, Jay. I'm going to go with Embiid only because of that. K-Walk, who do you have?
1: my question is two seconds left is this ball being inbounded how is this being it's inbound right? you better catch it ball. and shoot okay. it however you get up <laughs> okay so uh, alright so with that I mean, being two said two
0: seconds is enough to turn around and it shoot it
1: definitely is it definitely mm-hmm. is um Depends where they catch the ball at, so um, you know what? <laughs> with all that being said, man, I maybe I'm overthinking this, but there's so many different scenarios can play out depending on where the ball's being inbounded and everything like that. But at the three point, I'm going line, to agree with you that. guys. I'm no, no, I'm going to agree with you guys. Would you say I, I didn't catch that at the three point
0: line? There you go, <laughs> where yeah, the ball's being yeah. inbound
1: up up there, might want to give the Jokic there, but um, not or Embiid. <laughs> or any Giannis. yeah, yeah it's rough. Uh, no, I'm going to go with you guys, I'm going to go with Embiid. I, I think Embiid has shown that he can hit the long range shot the mid-range shot and obviously he can he can get down low so and and that one play that he had to win the uh uh, to win the game I think it was a couple weeks ago when he had that fadeaway shot uh Mm -hmm. it's impossible to block that shot so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Embiid I'll take Embiid here because I think he can make every shot that you can ask uh, a NBA player to make he can make the long range mid-range and obviously he can Dunk, or or he can uh, he can go right over top of you and lay it in. So I'll I'll take him beat here for sure.
0: All right. Well, you know what? Let's mix it up then. I actually didn't have this plan. Let's say it was ten seconds left on the clock. At that point, who do you have taking the shot? Because now they have enough time to gather, do their moves, do whatever they need. That's a lot. That's much different. So does that change? Does that change your answer? That changes
2: my answer. Ten seconds. mm -hmm. I'm going Giannis because Giannis is going to the bucket.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not stopping that. So nah, if it's yeah. 10
2: seconds, I'm, I'm taking Giannis
1: every time.
0: Okay. Well, are you taking Giannis too?
1: Every time. Just for this for everything that Jay mm-hmm. just mentioned. For the go downhill, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone can stop him. with 10 seconds left? No.
0: I don't know, guys. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't like and I get what you're saying because that's that's absolutely true. Um, but if you mm-hmm. have the right defender, I'm gonna foul Giannis and make him make it on the free throw line, <laughs> probably at least going to overtime. Uh that does make
1: You lay those wild. scenarios That's out, difficult. though. <laughs> <Come> on, <now. laughs>
0: um, that is, but I do agree with you guys. I love, yeah, Giannis going to that rim is very difficult to stop. Very difficult to stop. I think I'm gonna keep the answer of Embiid because we mentioned he can make. A multitudes of shots in different ways. He could shoot it from the outside. He could euro stepping on you. He'll do the dream shake. We have seen him do that a thousand and one times. He recently did that not that long ago as well. Um, So that's the only reason why I'm gonna keep that answer. But in that's that the season, only reason it, why it it would be between Embiid and beating Giannis in that this situation. Yes, it is. What's the other reason, K? Well,
1: uh, you tell me. That's what I'm asking. You.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that, you said it. <laughs> I, think uh, <clears throat> I don't know. All right, guys. Next one. Last shot. Down by three. You need wait. Last shot. Down by three. You need a three to tie in order to go into double overtime. Who is taking the last shot? So you need a three, and it's not going to be <laughs> any of those guys. But all right. So we had the Sixers, Tyrese Maxey. The Suns, Damian Lee. Love y'all. Can catch what I was trying to do here. And the Heat, Tyler Hero. Mm. Who you got? Mm. Uh, can you all kind of figure out what I was trying to do? <laughs> uh, what you got it. you go first.
1: Yeah, I think we all have three different answers here, but yeah, I'm going to go Tyler Hero here. I'm going. I'm going to take Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero is better off the dribble. And a lot of these guys are his step back game is better than the the, the previous two mentioned. Yes, the, it does. Um, you asked the question, Britt. I have to give you my answer. All right, you don't have to agree with it, but I didn't say me, I got on my mind, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tyler Hero. I think Tyler Hero has uh, a a better uh, get open shot than the uh, the previous two mentioned guys. So I'm going to go with Tyler Hero. It's going to sound like I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan. I am a fan. So, but nonetheless, I still think that even if I wasn't a fan, I, I think his game warrants that. I think his game is better at getting an open shot than any other two guys. Yeah. I
0: think I'll be the tiebreaker here, Jay. If there is a tiebreaker or
2: unanimous, I don't see, think there's, there's gonna be a tiebreaker. No, you know what? Jay? You know what, Britt? I might I, be Damian
0: I, Lee.
2: We don't know. I, I'm not going. Dam- I'm not going Damian Lee here. Um I, I was <clears> kind of going back and forth between Maxi and Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I I think both those guys could get it done, but I think I agree with K. Walk here. I I, I just mm-hmm. think you know sometimes taking a last second shot, and 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 Tyrese Maxey probably has this about him too but sometimes it's a confidence, a moxie that you have to have, you know, it's, it's more than just being a shooter. Like when the pressure's on and I I do like sort of what Tyler hero brings to the table when it comes to that. And to K K walk's point, I do think his quickness and his ability to maybe create some space.
0: So I'm going to go hero here. I'm going to agree with K walk here. No, I like Tyler hero. I do. Um, I just don't think I agree with you guys when it comes to quickness and whatnot. Um, he's quick for a Tyler Hero type of player, but he's nowhere near as fast as a Tyree, Tyrese Maxey. And I watched both the Heat and the Sixers. Um, the thing with Tyrese Maxey is he somehow learned mm-hmm. that dag on heart and step back that is a travel, but they never call it a travel. And that's And he's shooting the last so many games, I think he's shooting about 50-something percent from the three. And he has that mindset and that confidence, and that's why everybody loves him and wants him to be either sixth man on the of the year or most improved player of the year. Every single, I'm sorry, yeah, sixth man or most improved player of the year. Um, but you're talking about quickness and what they could do with the basketball. I like Tyler Hero, but I think Tyrese Maxey is way well above a Tyler Hero at this moment. Sorry to say it, but I think I think Tyler Hero does more defensively than a yeah. Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. But as far as just pure. <clears throat> And shooting capabilities, I gotta go with Tyrese Maxey. But to me, Tyler Hero is right behind him. Um, I just put Damian Lee in there, although he's the best three-point shooter out of both these guys. Um, because that's Jay's team. <laughs> I had to find somebody outside of D. Book and K. and K. K. Uh, KD. It wasn't fair if I would have picked those two out there. So, but yeah, any any answer would have been good. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. All right, let's go. next. (laughs) Let's go to the next one. Last one, guys, and then we're moving on. Up by two, five seconds left on the clock. Kevin Durant has the ball and is in isolation. Is in isolation. Iso, Iso. Who do you have defending him to win the game? We have Heat's guard or forward, Jimmy Butler. Celtics guard, Marcus Smart. Or Celtics forward Jason Tatum. Hmm. K. Okay,
1: Walk.
0: Well, I'm gonna have
1: you hmm. go first on this one. Uh just open up the door in the stadium, and it'll blow him. Away. blow him back. Uh, I'm a <laughs> That's cool, K. Walk. <laughs> Why are you gonna do KD like that, man? <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, kidding. Um, I think. I, 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 I oh, think man. um i'm gonna go <laughs> this of the video
2: <laughs> up and send it to kd he's gonna come at you for
1: that one, Oh know, my <laughs> goodness
0: i'm
1: will putting be this one his on our actual Twitter. account though no, <laughs> Would he come at me with his actual account or with his ghost account um Tell
0: me he, he got I, a KD go-
1: burner account <laughs> right right Facts. um i'm gonna go with uh oh wow smart because it I am trying to think who I'm trying to recall who guarded him the first round of last season. Um was it I think everyone had a chance at him. So I I'll I'll take Marcus Smart. I'll take I'll I'll give it to Marcus Smart here on this one because he can get in to for everything that they did last season. I mean, that's just what the Celtics did to, to Brooklyn last season in their first round. So I'm gonna go uh Marcus Smart here. Marcus Smart. <clears throat> Jay you got
0: a little smile on your face, what you got to say?
2: You got to go against well, your guy this time. I, I was gonna say, I, I I was gonna say, if KD's got the ball, I don't I don't know. I, I think the game's over, but I think he's gonna hit the game winner. But for the sake of the question, Britt, I I'm gonna take Tatum just because I feel like Tatum gave him so many problems yeah. in, in the playoffs last year. Just got into his body, was really physical with him. Even though Tatum's kind of a, a, a slender build himself. You could tell he's a, physically a lot stronger than KD, and he just kind of pushed KD around and, and, and didn't allow KD to get comfortable. So I'm going to take Tatum because of that. And then also, you know, he's – what? how tall is Tatum? 6'9", six, 6'10", six, maybe? Yeah. So he's got the length to maybe contend with KD's shot as well. I
1: like that one, too. I was on the, I was teetering on that one between yeah. Smart and, and Tatum, so I like that one. Jay.
0: Nobody wants to choose Jimmy Butler. Yeah,
1: Jimmy well, he'll, he'll do it but he I think yeah. he can I just I think he can shoot over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he can shoot over. Yeah, no that note, I'm also going
0: with Jason Tatum. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <laughs> um uh, no, uh I think big factor is length. And Jason Tatum is a good defensive player. When he really says, I'm going to play defense this game, he's a fantastic defensive player. And like we just mentioned, he has the length to do it. Um, He'll get up in your face, and he caused all types of problems for KD in the playoffs last year, and he'll get physical with you. And I think he learned that from because his teammate is Marcus Smart. So Boston fans – be thankful to Marcus Smart that everybody on that team plays good defense as they do because um, he showed everybody how to be that physical um specimen on the defensive side of the ball, and that's what Jason Tatum decided to become in that series. Now, in the regular season, it's different. He's not as consistent, but playoff time, we see a different Jason Tatum, which I do like. He steps it up on both sides. It's <clears throat> yeah, so always it right, nice guys. to
1: have a smart player on your team. <laughs> Pun intended.
4: Pun
2: intended. pun intended. pun intended. Pun intended. Okay, we are talking with the dad jokes. Don't get <laughs> no started. All got day, a whole bunch day, of bro.
4: <laughs> um,
0: all right, guys. So we're going to move on now. We're going to get into buy-sell topics. i try to make this segment as fun as possible. I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with buy-sell. It's been around forever. I'm going to say a statement. You just tell me if you're going to buy the statement or you're going to sell it. Mm. Yeah, that's that can happen. That will happen or sell. No, nah, that's not happening at all. Let me know. First one, going to the NFL draft. Quarterback C.J. Stroud will be drafted before quarterback Bryce Young in this upcoming NFL draft. Jay, I'm coming
2: to you first. Yeah, I'm definitely buying that. I like Stroud better than uh, Young anyway. And then from what I hear, he put on an absolute show at his pro day at Ohio Mm -hmm. State. So I think because of the size, because of the arm talent, he just feels like less of a risk. Although I think Bryce Young's going to be fantastic as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm buying that all day. I, I like Stroud as the number one pick.
0: Yeah, I'm buying it as well. You already know how I feel about C.J. Stroud. I'm a huge Ohio State fan, um, but I love C.J. Stroud. I love his arm. I love his accuracy. This is not knock- knocking Bryce Young because I think he will be a stud, too. I just feel like C.J. Stroud is more NFL pro-ready right now, yeah. um, and we've seen it last year. The throws that he was making was unbelievable. So I'm going, I'm going to buy this as well. K-Walk, do you buy or sell?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm going to buy it with a little hesitation. The reason why I said that because Zach Wilson a couple of years ago, Jay, you remember you and I were doing a show and yep. I was gun-ho about this guy because yep. of some of the throws he was making in the same type of situations mm-hmm. and, and it just looked like he was just that guy. Uh, C.J. Stroud is making those same type throws, but i you know, I seen him in game. I also seen, saw uh, uh, seen uh, Zach Wilson do the same thing. But based off the question, I'm going to go see. I'm, I'm just going to stick with CJ Stroud. I just think that he mm-hmm. he's he's pro ready. He's thrown to some pro uh, pro type receivers and um and, and a pro type mm-hmm. offense. So I think he's going to be ready. So I'm going to take CJ Stroud. And again, no knock to Bryce Young, like Jay said, like Jay mentioned. Uh, so, but I'm going to take CJ Stroud. Yeah, it's hard, man, because Bryce Young
2: yeah. he is a playmaker. Like yeah. it might not look. Prototypical all the time,
1: mm-hmm. but he
2: can flat out play. Yes. If he yeah. is a couple inches taller, it might not even be a conversation because yeah. he he can flat out play. Like, there's no question about that.
1: Facts,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. This is not the knock Brace Young at, at, at all. all. And I mean at all. at all because both of them, it's, it's hand in hand. As we mm-hmm. know, these are the top two quarterbacks in the drafts. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Look, I like Anthony Richardson. He'll be a player, but Right now, he's he can't compare to CJ Stroud and Bryce from Bryce Young at this moment. He may get there, but not yet. Still, he's still a little raw. All right, next one, guys. Quarterback Lamar Jackson will be traded prior to the NFL season. I know this is not talking about it, just buy or sell this topic. He'll be traded prior to the NFL season, Jay. I'm going to come to you first. This is a
2: hard one, Brett, but I think I'm going to buy it just because there's so much turmoil and so many things have been said and feelings are hurt, and and I guess they're worlds apart on the money. So it just doesn't feel like they're going to be able to reconcile this thing. So I'm going to go ahead and buy it and say that he will be traded. Okay, well –
1: yeah, I'm going to agree with Jay here, man. I, I like like Jay mentioned. You just think of some of the some of the relationships you had back in your day, and some of the arguments that <laughs> you got into, and some of the things that you said, and you know, and it's, it's just true. The truth hurts, and that's yeah, I don't like you because you know. Your feet are too short or you're too short, whatever the case may be. Your feet are too small or you're too short, whatever the case may be. And, you know, sometimes I can rub people the wrong way. But, um, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with Jay. I, I, I'm going to buy this. I, I think he'll be mm-hmm. traded. He, he released that. Um, I don't know why it came out to, like uh, today that um, that he tweeted back on March 2nd that uh, mm-hmm. he was going to be traded. And now today yeah. what, March 20, uh, 28th. And we're just now hearing about this now. Uh, we're just hearing about it now. So um, there's a lot to say about that. So uh, Lamar wants to be gone. Uh, Lamar Demetrius will be will be traded. So uh, yeah, I buy that.
0: You know what? I was thinking about buying it, but I'm gonna go the opposite direction. I'm gonna sell it. Oh, did it did you, I, just, I,
1: I feel like every time that I say something, she has to go, she has to disagree with it. You, mention, you guys feel like that's y'all what listening. I, love to do. Like, I was thinking about it, but then when Kate walked
2: talked, i not and She decided it. to go to the other right,
4: you know, way. Of course,
1: <laughs> that's what I love to do. Come on, K <laughs> Walk. You
0: know, I like to debate. Um, uh, no. <laughs> uh no, no. The reason why I decided to sell because you guys kept saying turmoil. Turmoil, And I believe that. But for some reason, I think the Ravens are being like that little stubborn, petty little thing that you don't want to be bothered with, but they can't help but to keep bothering you. And I feel like Lamar wants to be traded, but they're being petty enough to say, no, we'll trade you when we want to trade you, when we want this and this, that and we, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um. So I think he's going to get traded. I just don't think it's going to be prior to the NFL season. I also don't think Lamar will be playing for them, but I think it's going to be during the beginning of the season, some some way or another. Because I just feel like Baltimore is going to mess themselves up.
1: I don't know why. I Lamar's think they're messing themselves that. up now. Lamar is not playing if, under that under <clears> those <throat> circumstances. Lamar is not yeah, playing.
0: Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. I'm not going yeah.
1: to
0: <laughs> play. All right. Um, that okay. Next one. Let's see which way I want to go. We want to stick with the NFL for right now. The Arizona Cardinals will get a first or second round pick for wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. K-Walk, do you buy or sell?
1: I buy it. I definitely buy it. Uh, At least a second round pick for sure. Uh, First round pick, uh, that's going to be rough. But second round pick for sure. So you said first or second round pick, right?
4: First
1: or second, yep. So, excuse me. So with that being said, yes, absolutely. I buy that. Hopkins is still – he has a lot of balling left to him, and he gets in the right situation. He can ball out. If he can ball with Kyler Murray, he can ball with anyone. So, yeah, definitely I buy that. Jay, yeah, I agree. Yourself. I agree with Kay Walk. I'm going to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. Might
2: not be a first, but definitely a second. Look, I think this guy, like Kay Walk said, he's got a lot left in the tank. I think he can still absolutely play still one of the best receivers mm-hmm. in football. He just needs he needs a new environment. You feel like it's time for a change for him. I think, you know, we'll, we'll actually see. You know his production go up If he actually gets in a new environment So I'll buy that Teams would be silly not to Because he's got a lot left Mm -hmm. in the tank
0: For sure Yeah I think health is a factor um, Because this is is his second new environment By the way But I will buy that as well Because I believe that as well I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the game When he's healthy The key word he has to stay healthy Well he he wasn't really hurt
1: that year He was was suspended Mostly last year was, that's
0: right, he was suspended. Um, suspended and then the I thought P- he P- got P- hurt P- towards P- the end of the year. Didn't he get hurt again?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I mean not to me was he found on the yeah. Cardinals <laughs> this year. Well, oh I do, I, I do. I know he was he was hurt. I mean, not hurt, but he was suspended I remember he was suspended. I do remember and he, then was he had that, you know, that 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 mystery injury, you know, so because they, they 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 didn't have a season left, but you we know, but
0: okay, but well, put it this yeah. way, he gotta stay on the field. So, suspension, injury, I like that. There we go. Um, go. But I do believe he is still worth at least a second round pick um, Mm -hmm. because he's that talented and his hands is just pure solid. Um, Next one The Clippers. So, we switched to the NBA. The Los Angeles Clippers will win a playoff series. Do you buy Mm. or sell? Can you Walk, away, put your head down like that. Uh first <laughs> last time? Jay, go ahead. You take it. That's
2: tough. That's tough, Britt. Because if you like, if you look at their roster on paper, like they should win a playoff series, but the West is so tough, they're not in a great position. So they're going to have a tough first round matchup. So I'm going to sell it. I'm going to say they're not going to win. Uh, I think it's going to be another disappointing year for the Clippers. I'm going to sell and say they don't win a playoff series.
0: Yeah, I'm going to sell as well. Um, I think seeding has a lot to do with it. But yep. also, if I can recall, Paul George, Paul George is out for the season. Um, I don't remember what happened. What I can't yeah, think I'm of so what the injury, injury is. Yeah, I'm But um, he is out for the season. I know that's going to negatively <laughs> yeah, impact that it. team. Yeah. yeah, and Kawhi is on and off the court constantly. So I don't have any trust in him right now. So mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it. They can walk Do you by yourself.
1: No, I'm, I'm I'm selling this right here, guys. Um, it, it's it's a it's th- for everything you guys just mentioned. No PG thirteen, uh the mystery call on uh, Kawhi Leonard, um, mm-hmm. and then you got Russell Westbrook. He's going to be the guy that you have leading your team. Then it's it, it, it's not going to work for you. So I'm I'm definitely selling that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. It's going to be tough. All right, next one, the Dallas Mavericks will make <coughs> playoffs. Do you buy? Or do you sell?
1: Okay, welcome. Mm. We come to you first on this one. Yes, I buy it. I think they're definitely going to make it. It's not hard to make the playoffs in the West right now. Everything's so compact, but the, with with the weapons that they have, or I don't want to say the weapons, but with their, you know, with Kyrie and with, uh, you know, and, and with Luca, I think you, you know, you have to pencil them in as a mm. uh, as a playoff team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this. Uh, they 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 will make the playoffs. Mm.
0: Um, I think for me, I'm going to sell. Uh I wow. don't know if I trust them. Look, they're great offensively, but to you not can see make how credits to not make the playoffs. Wow, I think they're in 11th. Okay. They're in that 11th seed right now, if I cannot recall. I think yeah, they're in 11th yeah. seed. I'm looking
2: at it right now. They're 11 right wow. now. I believe they're in
0: 11th seed. But, I, I, but that's so bunched up.
2: If I, I don't have it yeah. in front of me. It's all
0: bunched up. It's all bunched up.
2: It's like, like two games yeah. between 11 and six. So yeah, exactly. it could go so That's yeah. why I'm buying
0: It's still a possibility. But right now, I'm going to sell it as of how they've been playing right now. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> but we'll talk wow. about this further later later we'll talk about this a little bit more depth. so right now i'm just going to sell it i just they just haven't been playing well okay, and i, I called so. this when when Kyrie got traded over there but jay do you buy or sell
2: yeah but to your point they've won, they've won three out of their last 10 so you're mm-hmm. right they're not playing well they are the 11th seed, but I, I do think because it's all so bunched up, if you can win two or three games in a row, you're right back in the mix. And then I think because of the play-in, I do think they're going to make the playoffs. It might be via the play-in game, but I think when it's all said and done, they will get there. So I'm going to buy that they make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and that's my thing. I don't think even if they make the play-in, I don't think they're going to win that game. That's that's a couple few games you got to win there. All right, guys. Let's move on before we head into our next break. <laughs> um, I had one more for you, but he just had some situation with a fan in the media. Uh, basketball player Bradley Bill, guys. It was Bradley Bill. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna go pi- buy that.
1: Yeah, basketball basketball player had another it. incident.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he got into a fight it. or something with a fan. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So my next question is, and this is regarding the NBA um, college players. Should the NBA allow high school players? I'm sorry, should the NBA allow players to be drafted right after high school? I know it's in a lot of discussion. They're not actually saying right after high school, it's just that <laughs> age shift. Um, I think they want to maybe take it back down to 18 again. Um, but do you think they should allow it like it was back in the day? Jay, I'm gonna come to you first on this one.
2: It's a hard question. Um on on I don't know, I guess in principle, I feel like they should. Because Mm -hmm. in other sports, you can tennis, you know, even baseball, you can, I mean, you can get drafted. I mean, you're going to play double A, triple A, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, It feels like in football and basketball are the only sports where you can't. I get it in football. Guys aren't physically ready. Um, So I feel like in principle, they probably should allow it. There's only going to be a guy or two every year that's even good enough to really make that jump anyway. So Mm -hmm. I think they should allow it, you know, almost, you know, how K walk in football, you can kind of test your draft prospect and you can kind of put your name in the hat. And then if it doesn't work out, you can go back. They should do something like that for these guys. Like let them put their name in the hat. If it doesn't work out, you know, let them continue to have their eligibility to go and go to college or go play overseas or go to the G League, whatever Mm -hmm. it's called. So, yeah, I think in principle it feels fair for someone that has extraordinary talent. Why make them wait?
0: Yeah, um, you know what? I'm in agreement. I think they should allow it. They used to do it at one point in time. I don't understand why they ever changed the rules. I mean, I feel like it was more geared to helping colleges and their programs make money, I do believe. that. Let's be honest. I think that was the primary reason why they decided to change the rules. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't a lot of consistency for the for the programs to continuously win. Um, but, yeah, it, it really made no sense to me. You know, a lot of these guys, they're not going to college anyway. Like you said, Jay, they're going overseas. They're going to the G League because you can enter right into the G League. Into, they have a draft down there now. Um, You could make just as much. Well, not just as much. You could make decent money overseas. So just allow for the one or two exceptional player to come straight into the NBA like you did with LeBron and Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant, all those guys. Um, I think that's that's the best way to do it. But K-Walk, what are your thoughts?
1: (laughs) You know what? I kind of like one year one and done i like the one and done especially now with the nil deal with everything that's going on there so i i like the nil i like the one and done i like these guys getting experience before they get experience because if you go to the right program you can get that you can get that march madness experience you can get that playing in front of you know 20 20 plus thousand fans and an environment um and things of that nature and that, that could compare that can prepare them for the NBA. And then of of course, then you got the NIL deals on how to manage your money and things of that nature. So I'm going to say, um, I like the one and done. I don't, I don't like coming right out of high school anymore. I don't like that anymore. I like the one and done. I think Mm -hmm. these guys have to to get some type of education. I know it's different than, you you know, when, when when we grow up, Jay, you know, um, as far as, you know, how much money that could be made um in uh, the game, whether it be football, whether it be basketball, whatever the case may be, whatever respect it be, but I like the I, I like the one and done deal. I, I think you should allow these kids, make these kids, um, if they want to go to that next level to go to college for at least one year. I like it. There's so many different things that is, that's there for them now that it was back in the day. So yeah, I I know don't let, let forget about that, you know straight out of high school stuff. I don't th- I think they're just too young. Um, even I don't care how many guys you have representative or how many people, not to say guys, how many people you have representing you and steering you in the right direction, because even we see that with John Morant, even with that, you know, that can that can go left or right, you know. Um, so I think that putting him in a situation, putting him in a college atmosphere, allowing him to go through that NIL deal and and putting him in a situation like that, I think that's the best route to go, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, K Walk, I, I think you made great points. I mean, I, I I don't think you can argue with those points. The only reason that I kind I disagree with it though is because mm-hmm. it feels like it's the only walk of life where your greatness is penalized, right? Like if I'm a great musician, I can go on tour at 16 years that. old and sell that. out, right? Like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm a great artist, like nothing holds me back from like putting my art out there. So my only issue with it is like if I'm a, the best young basketball player in the world like why do I have to be held back a year from going and, and being a professional when I'm that
1: talented, like that's yeah. My from a only basketball argument. standpoint, you know, yeah. I mean? From a basketball standpoint, I get it. But I think when you talk about the mental aspect of it and put them in a situation where they're surrounded by by people and they can get into that atmosphere, because a lot of these guys that we've seen, there have been a lot of first round guys or first overall picks that've been bust. I'm not saying this is the reason why they've been bust, but if you just put them in a situation where allow them to prepare themselves for that big stage, uh, I- I- if you will, you know, that, that national tournament like, you know, where we're going on right now, you know, Final Four, and then put them in a situation where classes and then prepare them mentally, not just on the basketball court, but prepare them off of the aspect of the bat, off the court off the field or what, again, again, whatever respective sport we're talking about, that's, what I, that's where I'm coming up. But I get what you're saying, Jack,
2: for sure. Yeah, no. And you're right. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of pitfalls and traps that yes. you can fall into. Like yes. there's no yes. question about that. Yes. It just, yeah, it's tough because I just see so every other sport, every other
1: walk of life, you know, I don't think it's, it's one year would like hurt. I don't 40. think one year in college would hurt them though, Jay, because that talent's going to be there. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to say, well, maybe they can get hurt. Well, you can get hurt walking down your steps. You can get hurt while yeah. taking the trash or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I, I just think that one year would could can make a big difference in a lot of and, and and not everyone's not every every athlete's or student athlete's of life, but at least one person. Yeah, no, I mean it's a fair point, no, no doubt.
0: I think I think it depends on the really? this, the the player, um, because sometimes, you know, I don't know if you guys ever realize, sometimes when a player goes from high school to college, <clears throat> they could be the star player, number one overall, ESPN rated, rated player, so forth, and so forth. But sometimes the college game can change your game that may no longer be suitable for the NBA game. We have seen that time and time again. You know, uh-huh. if they would have came straight from the from high school to the NBA. They could have been a star or a superstar, but because they decided to pivot off and go into the college game, um, depending on who your coach is, some coaches will say, hey, we need to take your strengths and build upon that and just work on your weaknesses, but then other coaches will basically change your game a little bit. Prime example, this is not a good example at at all, Uh, but I'm going to use it. Whatever. I'm going to still use it. Um, I have no idea when I watch this guy, and it's Ben Simmons, I'm going to be honest with you coming out of high school, he did everything. And I mean, shoot the ball, dribble, he did everything. I don't know what happened between from the time he went from the high school level to the college level where all of a sudden he no longer shoots that ball. His position basically changed. I have no idea who told him to do it, what happened, and then when he comes into the NBA ranks outside of that mental aspect, his game was completely different. If he would have came from high school into the NBA – um, You still got to work on mental regardless if you're coming yeah. from high school, college, whatever. That's just something you're going to constantly have to work on. Um, but I think if he would have came from high school straight into the NBA, we would have seen a different type of player. He's great uh, uh, defensively, but offensively something happened. I don't know what happened, but he's just one of so many so many examples. That's just the one I could think off of off the top of my head, but we have seen that time and time again, because think about it. College has a more team. <laughs> they they work more in a team than the NBA. The NBA is more that ISO type of game. College is more of that. You know, they play more zone than anything. It's a completely different game when you go to college. So that's why I say the one or two exceptional players allow them to go into the NBA um, and mentally, you're gonna to have to work on that, whether you 18 or 19. So, cool. but but K okay, walk, well, you do make a lot of valid points, and I understand where you're coming from as well. All right, guys. <laughs> Any other thoughts before we head into break?
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I think right. that, that's good. I think we, I think we got it. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, guys, we're gonna head into our next break, and Jay is gonna take over um, and do his segment, and let's continue to have fun and talk sports, of course. But, again, please like, share, subscribe to The Sideline Speaks on on our YouTube. Um, we appreciate it if you, if you don't like to watch us, but instead you prefer to listen to us. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And please follow us on Twitter at The Sideline Speaks. Or, actually, I think Twitter might be at Sideline Speaks. Um, let me correct myself. We are at Sideline Speaks on Twitter. But you guys are listening to the Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network.
5: CampBlineman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs counter moves a little bit of everything polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began just come work on your craft once again camp
3: you're inside never had it so good sports radio with Princess Cooper Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones Travis McGee, Eric Scott and Kevin Walker we make it easy to talk sports
2: All right, welcome back to the Sideline Speaks, Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. All right, guys, we got to talk some NCAA tournament, right? It's obviously we're down to the final four. Tournament has been kind of wild on both sides, men and women. Let's start with the men, though, guys. We got Florida Atlantic versus San Diego State in the first semifinal game, and then Miami and UConn in the second game. First, Britt, let me just ask you this. I, I think I know the answer, but I'll I'll throw it out there anyway. Are you surprised at the final four teams that we have here?
0: Heck yeah. I, I mean, look, guys, I decided not to do a bracket this year, not to put that out there, but I didn't do a bracket because I said – all these teams are in too inconsistent, and I feel like whatever team I have in my final four, even the teams we said are all going to be gone, and I believe they are all gone. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm not going to do one this year. You call it what you want, but that's right. I, I flaked out on this one. Yeah, and
2: <laughs> we redid uh-huh. our final fours last week, right? I don't remember exactly <laughs> who we picked. I think right. you and I had the same four, though. How many of those did 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 any of did you have UConn in your final four or no? Nope. So none of them made Miami. It? Did you have
0: Miami?
1: No, I had I had oh, Alabama yeah. uh, in the beginning. I had Alabama. I had a Duke. I had Houston. I had UCLA. Then we did the revise last week, yep. and only teen all four were in, still in there, with the exception of Duke, without replacing the K State. Okay. So, so, so the, I got so last week it was Alabama, K State, UCLA, and uh, Houston. You and tell me who's left? Okay. <laughs> <serious bracket laughs> it was, it was. So yeah, so
2: we yeah. yeah, so to Britt's point of doing a bracket just yeah. it, it didn't I'm work
0: I'm out. I'm 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 waiting to hear, and you know you're gonna hear it. The one person who somehow figured it out, and I'm like, that's a lie. Yeah. They they yeah, that, they yeah.
1: hacked some. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Right? They no. did some right. internet <laughs> right. well, What they did lie. was they probably did like <laughs> a thousand. They probably did like a hundred, and then just did like every single combination that you could possibly come up with. Right. And that's how they did it because there's no way in the world you're going to tell me that these four teams you had yeah. them as your number one, your number one bracket. You're not yeah. telling right. me, right? Yeah. All
2: right, K walk, Florida Atlantic, great story. Number nine seed yeah. going up against San Diego State, another great story at, yeah. at a five seed.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Who do you got winning that one?
1: Um, I like San Diego State, guys. I mean, the reason why because San Diego State does one thing that you have to do, and Brittany always, uh, you know, always uh, always says this when it comes to Joel Embiid and MVP talk is they play. Defense. That's what they do. They play defense and they rebound. So I'm going to go with San Diego State here because of everything that I just mentioned. They, these guys play they, – they suffocate you on defense. If you guys don't – if you haven't watched them yet, go back and just, and just go back and, and watch these. These guys are suffocating on defense. They guard the three-point line better than any team in the country, and this is why they're here. So watch out for the San Diego State uh, Aztecs here. So I'm going San Diego State without hesitation.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna pretend that I've watched enough of them, <laughs> can' Walk, to even give like a, a good opinion. You sound like you're way more tuned in I, on I, it I am, than I, I certainly I am. am. But so I'm gonna go this route. I'm gonna go with the destiny route. I'm gonna go with it's the meant to. Jay, be they're all
1: route. destiny at yeah, this point.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take FAU here. Just okay. destiny, mm-hmm. South Livermore, right? It's their time. So I got FAU winning, Brit. For I I okay. can't give you one. Basketball reason why, other than it's destiny, it's their time. Which which way you going, Britt?
0: Um, if I can recall, San Diego just beat Alabama, right? Is that who they beat? Is that Alabama? Alabama? That's how much we know about uh, no all they, four they, of these they, teams. Exactly. Who they beat? Because I definitely know I watched one of these teams beat Alabama. I thought it was San Diego State,
4: yeah.
0: and I just watched that game.
4: That's crazy how I just.
1: Watched yeah, I, it I, just San watched I can't recall who it was. Um,
0: but anyway. I do, if I can recall, it was San Diego State. I thought they beat Alabama, but no. To K. Ross's point, it was defense. Um, and when I when I watched their game, how stifling they were is that the right word? Stifling. Yes, very. Up, they were up, and these guys' faces, like, no, you're going to take a shot, but it's going to be a tough shot. And then underrated they are on the offensive side. They were making shots. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were this good in scoring the ball. Um, so I completely underestimated. Technically, all four of these teams. So, but with this, because like K-Walk said, I love my defense. I think defense and basketball wins games. It may not may no longer be the reason in football, but in basketball, I still think it wins games. I got to go with San Diego State as well.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Be Especially they beat, Alabama. They they beat Alabama. They did beat Alabama, and they beat Creighton. Yeah. Say, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I remember that that Alabama game stuck out to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, because Alabama's a good scoring team. Well, they made Brandon Miller, that's his name, right to start. Yeah. Look like yeah, he can he, play. He
2: did not have a good tournament. No, at
0: all. <laughs> he was struggling. Yeah. So that game really stuck out to me.
2: All right. Let's go to Miami and Yukon K Walk. UConn, I mean, they were very impressive in the Elite Eight game. They look, they kind of feel like maybe the best of the teams left. Yeah. But Miami's well coached. They got mm-hmm. a lot of transfers in, kind of put this roster together, yeah. you know, almost like a one-year wonder. How do you see that one playing out?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with UConn. Do it. Uh, so I'm going to go with the University of Connecticut. I'm going with UConn, man. I, I think they're the team that's that. Well, not this particular team. Uh, I just think that uh, if you look at it, man, it's, it's really hard to say, guys. You know what? Um, it's a flip of a of a coin, but I, I like UConn. What they've been playing, uh, the, the way they've been playing all year in the uh, the Big East. I know Miami's out of the SEC, ACC, excuse me, and a lot of people saying that was the best conference. Um, well, not this year, maybe not. But um, Miami's playing some inspired uh, basketball. They also yeah. play great defense as well. But yeah. I like UConn. I'm, I'm going to go with UConn here. I'm going to go with UConn. I just think they're uh, they're a bigger team. They're a longer team. Um and they'll 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 beat them on the uh they'll get the they they have the advantage of the boards and on the defensive end. Uh so I'm gonna go with UConn here.
2: Yeah, I think UConn better, they look better. I think you know they're bigger. Everything you said, they play a great inside, outside mm-hmm. game, K Walk, all that. But I'm gonna take Miami. I, I'm gonna okay. go for the all Florida Why not, Jay? final FAU Why not? and Miami, all Florida final. So I'm going to go with Miami here, Britt. Not not for great basketball reasons, but this tournament has been so crazy that I don't know that year.
0: basketball yeah. reasons would, would even matter. Matter, uh, but, right? But who you got, Britt? Um, it's so funny because usually when you say UConn, you're thinking of the women's, but they just got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <knew> I <laughs> we always, always say the men stink <laughs> every year. It seems like that. I don't know, guys, between these two. I don't know. I'll be honest. With these two, I haven't really followed them as much. Um, But you know what? Everybody says Miami is a great destination. It's fun. It's exciting. It might be too much of a party scene for me, but I'm going to go with Miami. They just sound like the more exciting team. Um, I feel like UConn will end up winning because if you guys are – you all said size is a big factor and they're a big team, that tends to have a big – is a big factor, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But I'm gonna go with Miami
2: just for the okay. heck of it. Okay, that works. And we will have a champion before we get back on the air next week. Yeah. So I'm gonna take FAU. I, I don't even believe it. What I'm saying. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. I don't even right. believe what I'm saying. But I got FAU as my champ. Who do you got when it's all said and done? Oh. Uh-huh.
1: Jay, when it's all said and done, when you look at these teams, I, I'm going to go with San Diego State just because okay. they play the best defense um, out of all the four teams that are that are remaining right now in the men's bracket. So I'm going to go San Diego State. I know UConn is, is the only team that's been here before, but it's not, it's not this UConn right, team. This right. team. This UConn team has never been there. So I'm going to San Diego State. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say San Diego State. Okay. Okay. I, and I can see that
2: happening, honestly, mm. K-Wall, because I do Scary. think defense is going to carry the day. Um, but, Britt, who's your champ?
0: Well, I forgot about the finals for somehow <laughs> odd reason, and I went Miami versus Utah. Uh, but I'm going to stick with it. So I got to go with San Diego State um, defense. Defense wins championships when it comes to basketball. I don't care how good your offensive, and we have seen that time and time again in basketball. Your defense steps up, you could win that game, and I think their defense is is exceptional.
2: Yeah, all right, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Um, I know I'm not real confident. <laughs> I don't know that Neither anybody's real confident. <laughs> this thing has been just so strange. Let me ask you this, K. Walk: Is there any letdown that? Like, we don't have any of the traditional blue bloods, no Duke, no Carolina, no Villanova. Like, is there a letdown at all that we're to the final four and none of these teams are are really sexy letdown at all? or, Or you feel good about the four we got?
1: Um. Well, I definitely feel good because they're there because you got to give praise to them. But yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, there's there's letdown. I mean, when you see North Carolina, you know, doesn't even they don't even make the dance, and, you know, and they're coming out 30, third what, three seconds away from winning the national Champions last year, and they yeah. bring back 80% of their starting lineup, and you don't see them in there, and then you don't see Duke there. You know, Duke doesn't make it to the uh, the Elite Eight, Kansas, all the blue bloods. I'm not going to yeah. go through the, the list but yeah there's definitely a letdown Jay because you you at least see one a uh, one seed there or two seed or maybe even a three seed but when you're looking at these four seeds nine seeds yeah you know it, yeah it's definitely a, I guess outside of those teams that are in it right now it's definitely a letdown for sure Yeah, to me, like, the upsets feel fun
2: when they're happening. But then when you get down to the Final Four and there's no Carolina, no Duke, no Kansas, no Kentucky, no Villanova, like, when you don't really have any of those
1: marquee programs – it, it does feel a little bit like a letdown. Uh, but and Jay it, it, and I've been saying this all year. I couldn't put my finger on who the number one team is. I was saying Purdue. Mm-hmm. Then Purdue yeah. goes down. I said Alabama. Then they go down. It was such a hard season to put your finger on as far as who was the best team. And I yeah. guess we're starting to see is who's going to be the best team. So it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's 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 surprising, but it's not to me at least anyway.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, and I guess for me, I guess it just feels like maybe a little bit of the luster, a little bit of the shine is off of the final four. But Britt, what about you? How how do you feel about that?
0: Um, I'm more interested in the NIT. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: hey, that might be the best thing to look at. <laughs> right?
0: Uh, no, it feels like an right right NIT to
1: be honest. It's right? Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it a letdown? Maybe for the the the. the people who did the the brackets is a huge letdown but i don't think it's a letdown um i think it's exciting for these programs yeah Um, i know we talk about this all the time when it comes to college football have a more even playing field you know let it not always be alabama or georgia let's get some more teams especially since it's one and done type of thing well football is always one and done um you know, when they expanded, to, was it eight? I mean, 12 teams now, I think it is mm-hmm. in college football. Yeah. Is that starting next year or the year after? Mm-hmm. It's, so, uh,
2: is it this year or, or next year? Is that
0: next year? It might be next year. Next year.
2: 2020, next,
0: 2020, 2024. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. Right. 2024. 2024. So, um, and there's a reason why they're doing that because the fans, a lot of fans call for it, and so did the team. So, I kind of see that as a similar situation with the, the basketball, the men's basketball. So, for me, it's not a letdown. We just have to get used to, Seeing different teams and not always hearing the Duke and the Kansas and the Kentuckys and so forth. Yeah. So I mean, look for Miami. If Miami wins, this puts that school back on the map, and I feel like they haven't been on the map since the nineties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Transport portal's <laughs> working. Transfer yeah. portal's working. That's right.
2: right. Nil because wow. they got a lot of nil money NIL down L- there too. There you so go.
4: There you go. yeah,
2: you can you can see that in action for sure. All right, let's talk about the women, guys, because you know there's been this narrative. Like over the years, nobody wants to watch women's sports. Nobody wants to watch women's basketball. These stadiums are full. (laughs) Like the TV ratings are outstanding. That Iowa Louisville game the other night rated higher than any NBA game on ESPN this entire year. So people are watching women's basketball. There's no question about that. Britt, we got a great matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, South Carolina and Iowa, obviously Dawn Staley, South Carolina undefeated, mm-hmm. dominating all year, mm-hmm. but now they got to go against Caitlin Clark and Iowa. How do you see this one playing out, Britt? This is going to be a great game.
0: Before I answer that question, <clears throat> no, it's a lot of people out there that wants to watch women's basketball, but I think marketing has a lot to do with that, and the businesses and people who's putting the money into market women's basketball. They want to market men's, but that's a whole nother conversation. We'll get into that. Maybe I'll save that question for next week. But anyway, um, like I always said, the best basketball to watch is women's basketball. They play the game right. It's not just iso ball. They play the game right. But this game it's going to be a tough one, guys. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little I'm slightly nervous. Um, Who Caitlin Clark came out and played like, like no other. Who? That game, she looked like she could have played in the NBA That Series. She looked like she would have been a better version of Luca in that last game. Um, shoot the ball, assist, go and get rebounds. They could not stop her at all. I'm still going to go with South Carolina because I think defense, again, I always keep falling back on defense. And South Carolina is an exceptional defensive team, defensive-minded team, all credit to Dawn Stelly. Um, Boston – I'm sorry, Aaliyah Boston – Zaya Cook, all those girls. I can't think of the one girls, the big girl that comes off the bench. I can't think of her her name right now. Um, she's she's big in that paint as well. We're getting rebounds. I think that's what it's going to come down to because we know lately <clears throat> South Carolina <throat> tends to have those slow starts, but they always stay afloat or come back because of their defense. Um, I think Caitlin Clark will still get her shots, but I think they'll be able to prevent you know, slow her down just slightly. You can't slow her down but so much. She's literally like you said the Steph Curry <laughs> of women's basketball. So um college basketball. But I think South Carolina's gonna take this one.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. I mean I could go on forever about Caitlin Cart and just how good she mm-hmm. is and all the different ways she affects the game. And and she obviously does. But the other thing about Iowa that's nice, like when, if you have to double Caitlin Clark, like they've yeah. got a, four they other shooters. people on the floor that yes. can ab- absolutely <clears throat> shoot the three ball, yep. that could be a problem for South Carolina. I, I, mm-hmm. I really think it could. But, Britt, to your point, I think top to bottom, South Carolina just has a better roster. Like right? they play mm-hmm. 10, 11 girls, they're just deeper than Iowa. Uh, their Their defense is obviously outstanding. And, and the size in the middle it, I mean, they just bring a bunch of girls off the bench that are really tall and they, they really get you with their size. So I think it's going to be a really entertaining I game. Think, I agree. Caitlin Clark will get hers, but I think South Carolina wins the game in the end because of their I, defense and their depth.
0: I think the key to be in Iowa, because Caitlin Clark is her basketball IQ is exceptional. So she, she understands how to play a game. they, South Carolina has to play those lanes properly, meaning you're playing defense. You cannot come too far over. You have to be in the right position at all times. You have to play those passing games proper passing yep. lanes, I'm sorry, properly, because if not, she's going to kill you. She's yep. going to shoot it. Or she's going to have two options. I've been watching their (laughs) games. Two options to two different players that she's going to pass that ball to. So they have to really be paying attention. Everybody has to stay focused.
2: Yeah, she's a great passer. No question. Mm -hmm. K-Wall, who you got?
1: Yeah, I, I think the, to to Brittany's point, I just think that you know the key to beating Iowa is just locking Kaylee, uh, 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 Caitlin Clark in the in the bathroom of the, the bus they come in. I mean, <laughs> I just don't let her off the bus. Don't let her in the building. <laughs> <You see? laughs> she is a monster, man. And and I, and I and I and I put in our 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 thread earlier today. I think that the you know what has to happen for uh, South Carolina is they have to start fast because if they start slow. Mm-hmm and Caitlin Clark starts fast, um, that combination equals trouble for South Carolina. I just don't – I mean, because because Caitlin Clark can do, do more than just score. She can facilitate, yeah. as you guys you know, alluded yeah. to. So, I um, mean, like you mentioned, Jay, they, they can hit threes. If she gets open and they pay too much attention, you could pay attention to Caitlin Clark without paying too much attention to her. And I think that, you know, uh, I think Dawn Staley is going to devise up a plan Because they have the athletes to do that, and and uh, Dawn Staley has the smarts in order to do that. Um, As good as Caitlin Clark is, um, I think uh, overall, I think just like you mentioned it earlier, Jay, in in the uh, in our in our thread as well, is that the depth of South Carolina is ultimately going to overwhelm um, the remaining teams and the remaining two teams in in this. uh, uh um in, in this uh tournament and i said they're name two teams so that means i think that <laughs> south Carolina is gonna beat iowa even with the, the the immaculate uh play of uh caitlin clark and then whomever they play between uh virginia tech and lsu i know we we'll are get into that in a moment but um i'm gonna i'm gonna go south carolina i just think they're just destined to do it you mentioned destiny jay so i'm gonna go uh south carolina here
2: yeah i, I just really <laughs> think they have a better team go ahead Britt
0: I was gonna say this just- you know, we talking about how South Carolina has to defend Caitlin Clark, but let's not forget, Iowa has to defend Zaya Cook, Aaliyah, and Aaliyah Boston, right. which is not an easy task whatsoever. No, I don't
1: appreciate. see any deep being played in this game, Britt. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really high-scoring game, to be honest with
2: you. Yeah, and if I'm South Carolina, whoever Caitlin Clark is guarding – I might go at her
4: early. Go at, so at get her. Pick up a They're couple fouls, something, you know, tired. just to yeah. kind
2: of get her off her game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, I might try to attack her early and see if you can get anything out of that. All right. So we all like South Carolina there. What about mm-hmm. the other game? Virginia Tech and LSU. I did have LSU in my final four. Um, I don't know. I'll pick this one first. I'm going to take LSU. I think we'll get an all SEC final. Wow. Virginia Tech is really – I didn't realize wow. how good Virginia Tech actually was. I've watched them the last few games mm-hmm. that they played. They're impressive. But I just think LSU is battle-tested, well-coached. Mm-hmm. You've talked about Angel <laughs> Reese on here many times, Britt, and what she does from a double-double standpoint. I'm going to take LSU in that one. But, Britt, who you got?
0: Um, yeah, Virginia Tech is not gonna be easy at all. Um, Elizabeth, I think Kitley, I yeah. think she's their most consistent scorer. Mm-hmm. But the thing is they have shooters surrounding her, um, which is and they 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 you underestimate them, they will shoot lights out. Um, but I think Angel Reese is such a force down low. It is going to be hard to first of all keep her off of the boards, offensive boards and defensive boards, and then trying to stop her from scoring mm-hmm. is gonna be a task. Um, and then you look surrounding her. I can't think of the young lady's name. She's. I think she plays that four position, um, but it's usually between her, Angel Reese, or her that goes and get those rebounds, and she could also score a little bit as well. And I keep going back to that that freshman, uh, Flajie Johnson. I know uh, last game she struggled a little bit, <clears throat> um, but that's normal. You're gonna struggle. You're gonna have good games, not so good games. But girl, that girl can shoot. Like she could shoot. She's hustles and she plays tough defense, so I gotta go with LSU on this one. I think it's gonna be close, but I'm gonna go with LSU. Okay,
1: walk. Well, I feel like you might go the other way on this one. Who you got? I, I I like Vitek here, man. I mean, I do like Vitek here, man. LSU is is great, man. I mean, I had I did have Villanova upsetting. I'm not upsetting, but beating. And I'm looking at my. My, my my last final four, I had Villanova in the final four, but Vitek. After watching them, um, I agree every with everything Brittany just said. Rebounding is key, um, and and not just this game, but in every game. And I think that Vitek has the advantage there. And you you know you when when that happens, you know you get second chance, you get second chance, you get, uh, you get second chance points. Of course, sometimes third chance uh, points. And then, um, you know, you, you eliminate the, uh, the second chance points for the opposition. So I'm going to go Vitek here, man. I, I think ViTech gets it done. Uh, I think this is going to be probably the best game out of the two. So I'm going to go Vitek here, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think- out-rebound Angel Reese i think collectively they will i don't know if one person can do oh. it i know brit Br- but she's she's a one she's a one she's a one person she's one person no 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 the
0: other girls around oh. her will get like lSU her teammates yeah. get rebounds also but like angel Reese herself can get 20 to 25. no rebounds. i'm not I know but crazy. i think that
1: collectively i think they'll crash the boards knowing mm-hmm. everything that you're just saying i think they know that, that uh, and and that's what well, they'll come together and everyone will crash the boards
2: I agree with you. Kay. I do think this will be maybe the more competitive game from a scoring standpoint. I think South Carolina Iowa will be more entertaining but I feel like South Carolina might pull away from that one in the second half. Whereas I, you could see this one probably coming down to the wire. So I
1: think, (laughs) yeah, I think the national championship is going to be the Iowa and, and, uh, and South Carolina game. I just think that. So whoever
2: wins that game is going to come You think whoever wins that is
1: going to win it out. In my, in my my wholeheartedly opinion. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Kay K walks got South Carolina as his champ. I do as well. Is this a no brainer for you? Is, is it Don Staley in South Carolina when it's all said and done
0: uh, real quick just to go back to the lsu game the another thing i like about lsu it's not talking about who wins i like how they play they play with so much fun and they don't care they be dead. when i seen angel reese do the you too small i was like oh yeah they out there having fun and when the team's having fun they could be a little tough yeah. they, just, they just they just playing but anyway yeah. uh no y'all come on now like really y'all you're you gonna ask me this question jay you already know who i'm choosing. hey
2: anything could happen Britt.
0: I'm going with Dawn Staley, South Carolina all day, every day, especially if they get past Iowa. And <clears> I'm hoping my finals is South Carolina and L- LSU because I want to see Aliyah Boston versus Angel Reese. That is my dream matchup right at this moment. Um, but I think I'm going to go with South Carolina. Yeah, Surprise, and they played I mean. each
2: other earlier in the year and it was close early. And then South Carolina kind of pulled away from them in the second uh, half. They're just so big and they're and so deep and it's yep. just, they're just a lot to deal with. Um, Let me ask you guys this though: right now, men's college basketball, women's college basketball. I heard somebody say this the other day. I don't even remember yeah. who it was they said there's more stars in women's college basketball than there are in men's college basketball. So if you think about the women, Caitlin Clark, Aliyah Boston, Angel Reese, K-Walk, you mentioned Maddie Seacrest Maddie from Seacrest, Villanova, yes, uh, yes. Rakia Jackson at Tennessee. There's a bunch Indeed. of others too that I find myself like when the, some of these girls are playing, I'm like, I got to watch this. On the men's side and Look, I'm not probably not the greatest person to answer this because I haven't watched a lot of men's college basketball. But I don't know if there's a lot of stars on the men's side. But, K-Walk, you're probably more plugged in than I am. What say you?
1: I know. I agree. Stars, men's, or women's? No, I agree, Jay. I I can name more uh, big time. Every every, every, uh, uh, women's player that you just mentioned rolls off your tongue a lot easier than it does if you yeah. talking about the men right. so yeah. you're absolutely right we talked about brandon miller i talked about zeddy uh um from uh from purdue um thomas from uh, indiana uh and then then uh yeah. <laughs> you gotta really yeah. think about it <laughs> but everybody else mm-hmm. and for the women's side is it's, it's yeah but i agree the women's side right now is drawing a lot more attention because these players are really, really good and they really stand out and they're, they're consistent. And that's why we're seeing the, the big-time players on the women's side being in the position that they are. And even in the, the big-time players on the men's side, where are they? They're, they're they're hoping that you know whatever team beat them wins it because they say they can justify them losing. Yeah. So with that being said, I I definitely agree with that. Jeff. Yeah,
2: and on the women's side, the stars are still playing. You know, yes, like they, they got all their exactly. team, all right. their, their right. teams are still playing. Britt, do you agree? More stars in, in
0: the women's game right now? Yeah, absolutely. I can't even name a star over on the men's side. Yeah. I, I can't. It's not like how I used. To, I cannot name one. But like you guys said, you just run them down. And not only do you run the current stars down, you can see the up-and-coming mm-hmm. stars. They could be freshman right now or sophomore right now, and they're on the rise. So you could project the future with the women's side. Fudd. Yeah, easy Fudd. Yeah, easy easy fud. fud. yeah,
1: I love her. Yeah, right. Love
0: Paige
2: her. Beckers, who's been hurt. Yes. You know, hey, like, yeah. Just, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: I just She's said one. Flaw uh, Fla- right, J-, Fla- yeah. Fla- Fla- J. Johnson. I can't even say her first name right. But I just said one. Uh, as long as she sticks with basketball, I know she got a music career too, but as long as she sticks with basketball, um, I can't think of one unless they're currently in high school right now. They're probably in high school. Those are those where I could think of it, but I can't think of it in college right now. So yes, I agree.
2: Yeah, and and look, we didn't even mention Haley Jones at Stanford, nope. Cameron Brink at Stanford. Like we right. could we could keep coming up with these names. Uh, so yeah, the women's game is just in a great great position right now. So I see them Dallas
0: rising. That.
2: <laughs> definitely, <laughs> I see those Dallas coming. Looking forward to those games uh, this weekend. All right, let's shift gears, guys. We gotta talk about Lamar Jackson. The news dropped, you know, earlier this week. He wants to be traded. He requested a trade back in early March. Feels like a lot of drama happening Mm -hmm. right now. We love to do the relationship talk when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I feel like he's been sleeping on the couch the last few weeks. And now now, he's he's kicked out of the room. He's sleeping on the couch. And now she's asking him to get, turn his key in. I need to key back. you got to go. I feel like that's kind of where they are in their relationship right mm-hmm. now. Um, straightforward question for you, K-Walk. Will Lamar Jackson ever play for the Ravens again?
1: Uh I don't think so jay I'm gonna say no like you just mentioned we were making a fun, we were making a joke of it but yeah I don't even think he's in the house I think he just geez, he just checked into a hotel in a nearby hotel room so um yeah jay and that, that those locks were changed um yeah. yeah I think that what everything that came out um as far as him saying that um you know uh, he tweeted out that he requested to trade on March 2nd I think that kind of put the uh the nail in the coffin, if you will, as coach used to say, or yeah. uh, time to turn off the lights. Um, you know. <laughs> inside but um yeah, but um yeah, I, I think that it's time for him to to to, to, to go elsewhere, man. and I really um and I like Lamar, man. I really do like Lamar. I think the best fit for him, If, if I hope I'm not jumping the gun here um, on, on the next question, if you have a two-part question here, Jay. But um, I think Indianapolis may be a good spot for him uh, for sure. I know a lot of people are saying that a lot of these teams are bailing out um, for whatever reason. But, yeah, I, I think that this relationship is over with. I think he starts to sleep on – uh, someone else's couch, yeah. if you will, for a little bit before they uh they, they start to recon- you know, start to get a little closer to one another, and then ultimately move into that same rooms. But I like him going to the Colts, though. All
2: mm-hmm. right, Britt. It feels like a divorce is imminent here, but you're a hopeless romantic. Do you think they have a chance <laughs> to to bring it back together, or is this thing over for Lamar and the Ravens?
0: I'm not that hopeless from me. Like I, know. <laughs> I, just, I, I thought it <laughs> sounded
2: good, Britt. I didn't want to put that label on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put that label on me. I mean, relationship-wise, sure, but sports-wise, no. Uh, um
1: uh loving basketball. Come on, love basketball.
0: Oh, that's my movie. That's my, yeah. movie. Uh,
3: that's
0: <laughs> my movie. I thought I was going to be loving basketball. That's another well, thing. you are. But anyway, then you are a you hopeless come. romantic. You can take that. <laughs> take that. Um, with no, that that is over. That is he is out of there. I, yeah, that, that relationship is done. You know, okay. like I said earlier, even if it goes into the season, I do not see Lamar Jackson playing for them on that franchise tag. Um. I think it's over. I don't think they Lamar cares for them as much. I just felt like he feels he's been disrespected, yeah. throughout this entire process. And frankly, I don't think I disagree with him. Um, they had a long period of time we're talking about two years to figure this out, and they could not figure it out. And to me, that's a major problem. Um, but I'm gonna go differently with K Walk. I know K Walk, you said you think he's a good fit for the Colts, which I hope that's where he goes. Um, but I think. The commanders is in the best spot for him. Good um yeah. would, would uh uh help me out. Eric Eric bianami over there. I think Eric bianami or mm-hmm. Mark I like Jackson that I like will that. go hand in hand. It's gonna hurt my heart because then I have to play against them because I'm an Eagles fan and I don't want to do it. But I think if the commanders want to get back on track, you want to go make that trade. And they have Terry McLaurin and that young uh running back, I think James Robinson, I believe Robinson, his name. Yeah, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Mm-hmm. That offense is going to make a uh, a quick 180. So it's 180, right? Yeah, 180. So um I think that really should. But between him and the Ravens, it's over. That's it.
2: Yeah, yeah. A heart
0: fracture
2: feels like it's over right. a little the heart for sure. No question. That was good, Britt. Well
4: put. Right. <laughs> um,
2: So, K-Walk, put your GM hat. Number one, I I feel like the Deshaun Watson contract just kind of threw everything out of whack. Like, if people think, oh, that's the new market, I feel like you got to look at that kind of as an outlier. Like, the Browns Mm -hmm. did something that nobody else was willing to do. So, K-Walk, is Lamar asking for too much, number one? And number two, if you're the GM, do you pay him? Do you give him what he's asking for, or do you let him walk? Yeah, Jay.
1: I wish I again. We we talked about this. We talked about this for so long. We, I we, we I can't stand Brent. I can't stand Brent. <laughs> um, I wish we knew the number. I wish we knew the number, Jay. So I can. I, I mean, in my opinion, I can give a real honest uh, answer on to say it's too much um, with my GM uh, GM hat on. Um, so what we've been hearing was what numbers we've been hearing. Two hundred million. Yeah, let's, let's say that two hundred million ballpark. Okay, yep. so let's go with that number. With that being said, um, I don't think that's far fetched, man. I mean, we we see the number from uh with, with Deshaun Watson and what he did, uh, what he signed with the, the the Browns. But then, what did Deshaun Watson do? He renegotiated his deal to open up more cap space for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so with that being said, um, I don't know what the number is right now for Deshaun Watson, but. 200 man, I don't think it's far fetched from especially when we're talking about all these quarterbacks getting the, the the money that they're getting, like a Daniel Jones, uh, like a Derek Carr, uh, just to mention a couple, like a even a Jimmy Garoppolo is getting, uh, you know, money. Um, no, it's not, it's not far fetched. 200 million, if we're talking about that number, I think that's the right number to go with. So, you're right, check. What's that? Are you? Writing I'm writing that, that check? check. Yeah, okay. for, yeah. For, for with Lamar, yeah. and like I said, he what he's 26 years old. 26 years old. I'm writing that check. Okay. Um, for sure, I'm writing that check for sure. I'm giving the 200 million. I know a lot of people are saying that this money, this guaranteed money, is starting to ruin the NFL. Um, I disagree because what you started, you have to finish. So with that being said, uh, I like the number there. 200 million. Give him that money. Uh, what was the second part of your question? I'm sorry, Jay. No, that was, is
2: he asking for too much? And would you, would you write the check? Oh, no, no, definitely. Yeah, I
1: definitely will. And then he definitely is not. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I don't think it's unreasonable to ask for that amount because he's probably thinking, look, I'm better than these other guys that, you know, so he's kind of pricing himself where he thinks he's going to be. But there's something about the Ravens Britt where they don't want to come up off of that money for whatever it is I mean they see him every day he's in the building every day they know him better than anybody else around the league but what say you Britt if you're the GM are you writing that check for 200
0: million does that feel right to you or or do you think that's too much of an ask so is it 200 million well I think the strong was 230 right fully guaranteed I think so or was it 230 or 230 230 yeah. okay or yeah between 230 and 250 fully guaranteed yeah. yeah I'm not writing that check no no um no. I don't mind giving you something that's total of 200 a little bit over 200 million total you're guaranteed money we're gonna have to sit down and have conversations um about yeah. um because sometimes that can hit you hard when it comes to cap space. you know however those numbers figure it out but that cap hit is Ridiculous, and sometimes you just can't do other things. Um, the thing about the Ravens, though, we know from years past they don't invest a whole lot in their quarterbacks. I mean, their best quarterback in the last what, 20 years was Joe Flacco, yeah. Won a
1: Super Bowl, good, like, yeah, player, he won, but not, he did win a yeah. Super
0: Bowl. But did he primarily win it because of Joe Flacco, or did they also have an incredible defense back then? They had incredible yeah, an okay
1: defenses, had, also, okay defense. they beat my 49 so he had an okay defense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first Super Bowl they won. I don't remember who that quarterback was. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Okay,
0: there. That's. I get your point. point. I get your point. I was just okay, messing
1: with go okay, go all ahead, right. ahead,
0: that. Um. So we know they don't really value quarterbacks as much as other franchises do throughout the NFL. Um. But also, you don't want to stifle your franchise neither, and put all the money into the quarterback situation. That's why. A lot of these quarterbacks – now, some quarterbacks just got overpaid. And it's unfortunate Daniel Jones got the money he did because now you have to count for that when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't think any quarterback should be as paid as highly as Patrick Mahomes. And he's not even the highest-paid quarterback. And I think he just decided to um, take a slight pay cut or something like that. I heard – I don't know if that was real or not, but that's what I heard. So, I'm going to write him a check. The total may be a little bit over 200 but that guarantee will not um, because we want to win Super Bowls. And my thing with Lamar Jackson is as much as I like him and I appreciate that he values himself so high, all those who's watching value yourself that high. um, He does not stay healthy enough for me. He just doesn't. And I love Lamar Jackson, but he don't stay healthy enough.
2: Yeah. The health is definitely a concern. And I think you're right, Britt. The Ravens are probably okay with a number that's big, but it's, it's, it's gotta be the guaranteed money that, that they're squabbling about because of the injury history. Uh it's hard to guarantee that kind of money for somebody. So we'll keep watching. It's a, it's kind of like a soap opera, man. These guys just every every day. I won't
0: disrespect them though. The Ravens are disrespecting this man. Yeah. I won't do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> unprecedented. There's never been a quarterback at his level that has accomplished the things that he's done that's been treated this way. So it, it's right. definitely unprecedented for sure. All right, good stuff, guys. We, we're getting close to the end here. So let's jump over to our rants and, and our who's balling segment. We're going to start with the rants first this week. Uh, let me look at you guys. Which one of you guys looks like you're ready to go first? Um, walk. I'm kind of fired up to hear your rant tonight. Uh, You gave us a little preview about what it's going to be about. So I'm going to turn the floor over to you, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, each week we give a rant. You get one minute just to say what's on your heart. Get whatever's on your chest off. It could be positive. It could be negative. You just get one minute to just let it all go. K okay, Walt, the floor is yours. Take it away. Look at Brit.
1: Look at Brit. Look at Brit. Look at Brit. Brit, look at Brit, sitting, Brit. Brit sitting back, sit back, sitting to us back right already. She already knows. She already knows.
3: <laughs> but you know, Britt, is not what you think What are you talking about? What are
0: you talking about? I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> right, to put ladies, my there. rant on my spreadsheet. Uh, okay.
3: All, <laughs> all right. right. It looked like Listen, you got
2: your, right. your, your, your stance, Britt. Yeah, I know. You did, right? No, this is the
1: stance.
2: Okay. My rant is about Joel MB.
1: All right, Joel MB, I get what you're doing, brother. Listen, man. You played against the other night against the uh, the Suns and what well, you scored 32 points had like uh what 13 I can't remember the exact number. And then you come out and then you not play against uh the the Denver Nuggets who's the number 1 team in the Western Conference. Then you got uh, against Jokic who's uh, you know your your guy, the guy that you have to go up against meaning from the MVP standpoint. Listen, you you flaked out, man. You flaked out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I love you. I taught you and you guys can replay this and you still, you know that I love Joel Embiid, but Joel Embiid, man, you flaked out, man. You can't do that. You only play against this guy twice a year, twice a year. And we know load management. We know how that works. We know that load management is there. Yeah. You, you, you held out James Harden to make it seem like, well, James Harden held out as well to take a little, a, little, little tension away from yourself. That was a smart move, but listen, You got to go against this guy, man, and you got to put up the numbers you put up against the previous game uh, and the previous game, you know, to show that you are an MVP type guy, man. And he's come out and said, what? What did he say? That um, there's no pressure on me. Why should the pressure on me? I haven't won anything. You know, no pressure is put on anybody. Only pressure that's put on on someone is yourself. So if you don't put any pressure on yourself, then there's no pressure on you. Brother, but you know what? We're looking at you, man. We're looking at you. We need you to go up head to head against this guy, man. So, with that being said, don't flake out. And would you guys play? Who do you guys play tomorrow, uh, Britt? They play the Mavericks? Don't show up. Don't show up against that Mavericks game. Do not, do not suit up against the Mavericks. Do not play against the Suns. Sit out against the Nuggets and then play against the Mavs. Cause I'm not buying it, brother, and I and I and you, I you have my support as far as being the MVP, but you flake out against the best, man. All right, your minute I, I is actually, over. I
3: the yeah, <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. we gotta go on time. K Wong yes. went into yeah. overtime there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all, right,
2: all right, good stuff, man. Good stuff there. Um, all right, Britt, I'm, I'm gonna let you go next. You got something ready to go? You thought, fu- did you find your ramp?
0: Um, I didn't really have a rant, but uh I guess I'll go back at K-Walk a little bit you know what maybe I shouldn't cuz my mama always said don't argue with fools like you, you just don't go really with, Oh, 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 oh fools <laughs> no whoa, whoa <laughs> you don't whoa. argue with fools uh, no <laughs> no <laughs> um uh look this is what I got to say I I respond to it um really do we really believe that Joel Embiid is afraid of Jokic like are, are, are we serious here <laughs> if I can recall I'm, you walk away because, no, I'm right. If I can recall, the last time they played, Joe Embiid dropped 50 on Jokic. I think he has like a 5-2, and 5-3 and three record against Jokic. He's not worried about Jokic. Let him do what he does, whether he plays next game or not. Right now, all I care about is you need to be right when the playoffs come because as we've seen the last two years, has he been healthy the last two years in the playoffs? No. The team, believe it or not, and this I do know for sure because y'all know I'm in the Philadelphia area. I follow this team. I know a lot of stuff that's going on with this team. When they tell him to sit out and he fights as hard as he can, they, he sits out. So this man is not flicking out against no Jokic. This man ain't scared of Jokic. Y'all are bugging. So, But you can have that, have that little nonsense you want to go on with. Go ahead. Next.
2: All right. All right, that was uh, that got that was what I expected. Y'all going at each other. Um, all right. I, my rant is a little bit more on the positive side, guys. I know we talked about it <laughs> earlier in the show, but I, I do want to shout out women's basketball because there's been so much criticism from people that probably don't watch a whole lot of women's basketball. They talk about oh, it's not good quality. Oh, I can't watch it. Blah blah blah. Nobody wants to watch it. Like I said earlier, the fan support has been great. Uh, the TV ratings have been high. And probably most importantly, the play on the court has been absolutely outstanding. So just shout out to all the women who are playing college basketball right now. You guys are putting on an absolute show. So we definitely appreciate that. So that's that's all I got for my rant. Let's just roll right into our Who's ho, ho, Balls. Ho, 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 oh, Okay. Whoever
0: said that, you're smoking too much and you're drinking too much. Lay it, lay it, lay off of it. Okay. Yeah. Switch so to some vegan options. <laughs> I'm
2: telling you, I see it a lot. Well, and you know, there's a lot of people on TikTok that don't know what they're talking about, but I see it a lot on TikTok. I see it a lot of other places. People just dogging the women's game for no reason. Um, but anyway. Say something.
0: NBA guys have come out and said, whether they're they're retired nowadays, they said they prefer, and you see them now at the women's basketball games, they prefer to watch the women play. These are NBA guys saying this. They play in the league. Why? Because they play the game right. Yeah. So if you understand basketball, then you understand. Yeah, I enjoy
2: it. I absolutely enjoy it. All right, let's go to who's balling, guys. Every week we want to shout out a team, player, coach, somebody just who's been absolutely getting it done. Britt, I'm going to start with you. Who you got this week? Who's balling?
0: I'm balling. I've been killing this show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, no, you know what? I wanted to do Caitlin Clark. I was going to shout her out. Yep. But I said, you know what? The last couple of weeks, I think I've been shouting out women's basketball. I said, let me switch it over to men's basketball now. Um, I got to do Miami. Miami's guard, Jordan Miller. You know, he shot seven for seven from the field, 13 from 13 from the free throw line. I think he dropped 27 points in that 88-81 victory over Houston Mm -hmm. to advance to the final four. Um, A historic performance. The first time someone was perfect (laughs) from the field since, I think, uh, was it Christian Laettner from Duke in 92? 92. So it's really only the second time this really has happened, guys. Jordan Miller was balling. That's another reason why I chose Miami. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, good call
1: there, K Walk. Who you got, man? Who's balling this week? Yeah, man, I'm. I'm gonna give you a little different shout out. I'm gonna shout out to the the Uniondale High School. Uh, baseball team my son okay. for them okay. they uh they won their first game yesterday against uh Crosstown Rivals uh Hempstead uh 11 nothing went out tonight uh, and beat uh you know another uh a rival Westbury 16 to 3 these guys are on fire they're focused uh mm-hmm. they the coach is awesome man uh centilli there uh they, they have great uh defense great uh great pitching as well Uh, So with that being said, the Uniondale Knights baseball team, boys baseball team has been, (laughs) Holy, <laughs> good stuff. Hey, K. Walker, he, your son is
2: a senior, right? Is he a senior? He's a senior, man. He's okay. a senior.
1: My my youngest son is a senior. Don't 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 talk about my age, Jack. please. Don't. Do that. <laughs> no, <that's> good <laughs> stuff, man. That's that's
2: fun yeah. for sure. I know we yeah. talked about him a lot tonight, but I I do want to shout out South Carolina women's basketball. People don't realize how hard it is to go undefeated, especially in basketball. You can just have a yeah. bad night and lose a game or two. So for them to be undefeated trying to make complete this season undefeated in the final four, the way they play on both ends of the floor. I don't think you can give Dawn Staley enough credit. Uh, South Carolina women's basketball. Absolutely balling. All right, guys, we got to get out of here.
0: Hey, real yep. quick. I'm sorry. Can no, I do? It. Well, first we got to shout out Caitlin Clark, because that was a phenomenal performance. A 40 yes. point triple, a yep. uh, double. It's never been done in any NCAA tournament. So shout out her. But I got to shout out walking you might like this. Um, these people have been elected to the basketball hall of fame. Dwayne Wade, saw that. just saw that Dirk Novinsky, Pagasaw, uh Greg Pop. I thought he was already in there, but we know now Greg Pop, Becky Hammond, I think that's Tony Parker. Um, all been elected. They were balling in their career, and congratulations to them.
2: Yeah, all good choices, too. Like every single right. one of those. Like you can't say anything about any one of those guys. So right. all good choices for sure. All right, Britt. Let the people know where to find you, and if you're looking forward to anything this week.
0: Um, You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Brittany Monique is right there on the bottom of my screen. There, um, what I'm looking forward to is Final Four time, national championship time. Come on, Gamecocks, let's get it. <laughs> let's go, South Carolina. And also, I had to. Sh- where am I? in honor of Flo Joe, Florence Griffin Joyner, it's track season. Pen Relays is right around the corner, so oh, yeah. I'm also looking forward to that as well.
2: Yeah, good stuff. K-Walk <clears> knows <throat> all about them Pen Relays.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs>
2: get you know out there right. and get it done yeah. at the Pen That's Relays. Like four, five, um, four. Yeah, Grid. I'm with you. I can't wait for the basketball this weekend. Um, definitely looking forward to that. And I do, I do love track season as well. I, that is definitely a sport that I can sit and watch whenever they have have it on TV. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, you guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. K. Walk. Let the people know where they can catch up with you at.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the, to the final four for uh, both men's and, uh, and women's uh, for, uh, for sure. Uh, baseball season uh, opening day starts on Thursday uh, uh, for sure. So looking forward to that. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, Kevin.Walker142, uh, Twitter at KevinWalker142, uh, and of course, Facebook, Kevin Walker. And then as Britt mentioned at The Sideline Speaks um, at, as well. And tomorrow night, you catch me live uh, with my uh, my buddy, uh, Mister E Scott. Uh, Sports talk with uh, Kate Walk and E Scott. Oh, uh, and I never had it so good. Sports radio. It'll be on those uh, on those uh, platforms I just mentioned. The link will be there. Click on to it to listen or call in to uh, to chime in uh, as well. And I'm definitely looking forward to Saturday, April first. That's April Fool's Day. I was called a fool today. I was called a fool to stay <laughs> on this show. So April Fool's Day. So I'm coming at you right now. I mean, April you did Fool's say
0: uh, early April Fool's Day April Fool's, Fool's,
1: day. Joke, so April Fool's that was def- day. That was definitely yeah. April so Fool's
0: joke. So Fool's Day okay. is on the 1st. I was called a
4: fool, so that's my
1: day, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, well, you started right. it
2: early. It's April oh, Fool's Day. That was funny. day. <laughs> All right. Uh, good stuff, k okay, Walk. Um, man, you may, be, I was going to say something <laughs> when you said that I forgot what I was going to say. Um, all right. Good stuff, guys. Thank you everyone for listening to the sideline speaks. Check us out on all those platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over the place now, guys. So tune in, like, share, subscribe. We're trying to grow this thing as much as we can. So we appreciate your help. And we'll be back here next Tuesday live. We'll talk NCAA basketball. We will have our champion. So it'll be a great show next week. We'll see you then. So for Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins, and we'll see you next time.
0: Let's go South Carolina. Rise of a new dawn. Don't let me down.
3: You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee. Eric Scott and Kevin Walker, we make it easy to talk sports.